Welcome everybody Episode 50 50 <laughs> Episode 50 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast I'm so excited saying 50 uh, I'm TC Fontaine uh, As always joined by Malik Ricks And the Essential Wreak Havoc uh, You know our every, You know every like once In, in like five weeks uh, Guest my guy Zay At trying to be famous on Twitter you know, Way to go. You know, in the in the words of uh, Lil Zane, keep trying to be famous. Um, as wow. always, <laughs> he's the first like famous person you mentioned on the 50th episode. Is Lil Zane? Yes, uh, Lil Zane. I'm giving Lil <laughs> Zane his flowers, fam. Uh, I'm giving Lil Zane his flowers today. Um, with a yeah, story Let me shout out that way. It's hilarious. Hey, so uh, so like ten years ago, uh, Zay and Lil Zane got into like. A back and forth on Twitter, and then like Lil Zane is like, You keep trying to be famous, and then Zay is like, You too. <laughs> that was the- Lil Zane, my god, like, Bow Wow. Like, uh, listen, I- I'm caping for Bow Wow every day. They try to, they be trying my guy. Timberland was trying my guy, talking about he don't got 20 hits. Uh, like, low key, he got more hits than you. On the low key, but uh, I'm, so, Timbal- I'm sorry. Timberland as an artist, yeah. Oh yeah, he do. He facts. It, yeah. more, way more than Timberland as an yeah. artist. Now everything else, what he's did, I don't know. But uh, as an as Timbo as like yeah, I'm not gonna reach. Himself, I'm not gonna reach yeah. overall. But but <laughs> yeah. Timberland himself, yeah. Uh, yeah, he does. Uh, sorry, listeners. <laughs> we just got. Uh, I know y'all didn't expect to hear us talking about Lil Zane. <laughs> a lot of y'all probably like who the fuck is Lil Zane? Exactly. Um, as always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcasts, including Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. If you're listening to us on iTunes, go ahead, leave us a review. Uh links are at the bottom uh on ykwrestling.com to, to all of our social media and uh all the links to the episodes. Uh all those places I just told y'all about are there as well. And uh, go ahead, buy some merch, man. And Black Lives Matter shirts is moving out here. So go ahead and get on them. Uh, man, welcome, y'all. What's up, man? Episode 50. This is our one-year anniversary, too. I What's forgot that to mention that. So we've been this at this what? for a whole year. A whole year, Malik. Really? Man. Yeah. Can you believe feels, that? feels longer than a year. It don't. It feels less than that. <laughs> you do? Uh, I don't know. Man. Probably because I've been so busy throughout yeah. this past year. Man, this feels long, but yeah, been well, a year. Oh, so uh, I know, I know it's a special occasion and all. So I, I popped over to Club Shay Shay. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh. I had that my boy Uncle Shay, and uh, he get me that special, that mild and hen dog. You see me? So I'm, <laughs> I'm about to pour one out real quick <laughs> to, to, for the occasion. You know what I'm saying? Throw <laughs> hey, baby. Man, I'm just on the Chardonnay, man. It's all I'm on. I'm over here eating chicken and Chardonnay, bro. Awesome. What's up? I don't, hey, I don't man. drink. He don't. He don't, man. I remember I, I was at Malik's to watch the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Me and my boy David, we had like, you know, that's how lame we are. We only drink wine. Like, we drinking wine during the Super Bowl. Like, that's some lame ass shit. <laughs> hey, no, I'm about to never watch a Super Bowl at my house again. <laughs> no, I didn't even enjoy it. We lost. So I wouldn't even, I ain't never watching it. I ain't never yeah. watching it at your place ever again. Like, you a curse. Hold on. Yeah. Was that was that with Philly? All right. Uh, we're moving on. Um, 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey man, we are, we're here on a Monday night. You know, it's just shortly after after Raw. Uh, tonight we got the return of Shane O'Mac, and uh, I'm just gonna say it was underwhelming because we did not get to hear that Naughty by Nature theme song that I enjoy hearing every time he comes out. Uh, but other than that, he debuted a new uh, Raw Underground segment, uh, which appears to be like a Fight Club type of situation. Uh, you know, we had guys like uh, like Swerve and Dio Madden. Uh, a couple other guys betting on the fights. Um, in the actual fight club, we got a Baba Tunde from NXT. Uh, if y'all don't know who that is, big, big ass dude. Uh, Eric from the Viking Raiders, Dolph Ziggler, uh, former Kent State wrestler. All got wins uh, on the Raw Underground. And at the end of the show, uh, MVP in the Hurt Business came in with the hostile takeover. Uh, and, and, basically whooped on everybody that was there besides Shane. So it was kind of tough to see my boys, uh, Swervo and Dio Madden getting laid out, but what can you do? Um, elsewhere on the show, we got the return of the Riot Squad. Uh, we got some fire from Drew and Randy Orton. Uh, Nia Jax got suspended. Uh, and uh, we, we get our first, uh, our first booked Dominic Mysterio match at SummerSlam versus Seth Rollins. Yes, sir. That should be a good one. You know, SummerSlam is here in a couple of weeks, so we'll get to that, uh, you know, when that time and comes. It, and it's him fighting this time, not his dad and his other dad. Yeah, it's not his dad's fighting. It's, it's actually him, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I can't Dads. wait for that. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Bianca Belair came for the smoke over her husband. That was probably my favorite part of the whole show. Because, listen, the black girl jumped out, and I, I thought about it like, Bianca is black girl from the South. Zelina, Puerto Rican from, you know, from the Bronx. It's, it's just a good combination. Man. Bro, like, the so. second she stepped out the door, I'm like, shit is about to go down. Like, yo. <laughs> I need that in my life. Like, I would have loved to see a fight like that in high school. Uh, what, did y'all, what did y'all think of Raw overall, man? What do y'all think of the Raw Underground more specifically? That's straight fire, bro. Like, I... I heard a lot of people criticizing it over the course of the night, and I'm just like, yo, it just started. Yeah. We got a whole hour yeah. left, and y'all not even giving it a chance. Everybody talking about it, we want new material and stuff. They're giving you something new. And the second it shows up, oh, no, nah, I'm not complaining immediately. Like, y'all need exactly. to let it happen. Yeah, it's, it's too early for that. I, th- I think it's dope. I just want to see, like, where are we going to, like, where can they really take this? What can they really do? Are we going to get, like, right. some for real, for real matches, whereas, like, in that underground state, like I wouldn't mind seeing like Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe and that shit, like you know what I'm saying, or just two big old dudes wrecking house. And because we've seen matches without ropes before, so I'm like, you know, I mean, outside of that, do you, too. Do you not watch Dark Side of the Ring? <laughs> yeah, we ain't doing a brawl for all over again, man. Uh, oh, no, no, not for real. Shoot. What the? No, not no shoot fight. Like, like no, no, for real boxing is like. Nah. Let them tear up stuff. I don't some, know. Really. Some real actual like combat fighters, but just a little bit more stiff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, it's it's, it's completely planned. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, okay. we keep it the same way. I'm because we see how that went. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dudes get knocked out. They had prepared. They thought they was. They thought they was Oscar De La Hoya in there. Yeah. They thought they was Golden Boy or something. Per- perfect example. That was just a rib on Bradshaw. That's all it was. It was just some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, nah. Perfect example though. What Eric did, man. That that oh, I popped so hard for that. Like, yo. I, I, that's why I said on, on Twitter, I'm like, yo, I, my faith in the squad is restored because that that's what I want to see from them too. Some shit like that. My man was whooping yeah. ass in there. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I, for me, I, the whole the whole vibe of it was like Def Jam, Vendetta all over again. But I'm yeah. with it though. Go ahead, Reed. For I mean, me, uh, if, they did, if they had did this with Dolph like seven years ago, he'd be a star. When I saw Dolph in that ring, I said they finally going into a shoot background, like in 2020 when nobody cares. And also, I think this is going to need the Brock versus last year at some point. Claiming it's just going to show up. Brock's going to show up and break shit, and we're going to get that match in, uh, on Raw and the Brown. But I guess yeah, this, this, this is the true brawl for all. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't even mind that. Now that now that you mention it, like to see to see Brock show up at the underground, like if they would have started this a few weeks ago, I would have said like for SummerSlam. But yeah, that's his style. You know what I'm saying? When Brock begins sure. the ring, it's like it's just it's no nothing flashly, nothing perfect. He throwing you around, flipping you around. What other place to be than something like that? That's underground. And um, yeah, like you said. If they if they had started this, uh, like he said, if he had started a couple weeks earlier, you could build that for SummerSlam, and then you could do like a King of the Mountain type shit. Brock shows up in in, in the underground is like, who's gonna beat him? They can still do it, honestly. Just have it at SummerSlam. Like he just pop up. Like he ain't got no match. He just pop up there and just destroy people all night. Man, it's probably gonna be in the same place anyway. So yeah. Hey, uh, but uh, you know, a few weeks ago, I think I think it was last week. Um. These weeks bleed together at this point in a pandemic, but uh, I don't know what to call them. What's their name? I, I'll call them A to Z. Uh, Andrade and Angel Garza uh, going against the Street Profits at SummerSlam for the tag titles. Uh, but today they had a, a pair of one-on-one matches between both teams. Um, Montez Ford uh, ended up passing out in the middle of his match. Come to find out, he was drugged, uh, and uh, Bianca Belair wanted that smoke. Uh, Zay, you say you had a theory on that. Yeah, I think that the faction that's going to debut is going to end up being the Undisputed Era. I don't think Zelina really had anything to do with it. I think it was Fish and O'Reilly somehow that poisoned them. And like they'll have the match at SummerSlam, but they won't officially debut the faction to the night after. And that's when you figure out it was them. And then also, even though we haven't got to that match yet, like they had the glitches during the Apollo Crews match. And I think that could be like Roddy Strong going for the U.S. title. I actually missed the Drew McIntyre segment, but if something happened during that, it leads more to my theory for me. Or maybe they haven't gotten to that point yet. I don't remember anything happening during that segment. Uh, The only other technical difficulties I remember were during the KO show with the Iconics and, and the Riot Squad. But that was really it. Uh, but it should be interesting to see what they're going to do with that um, in the meantime. Uh, but also some more interesting stuff happened this past week. Uh, at the end of SmackDown on Friday, Alexa Bliss became the latest victim of The Fiend. Um, and I jumped out of my chair. I was like, what the fuck? I was really shocked. But uh, The Fiend continues to play mind games with Braun Strowman before SummerSlam. Uh Ladies' victim is Alexa Bliss, as we all know, uh, the history between Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman uh, during the Mixed Match Challenge a few years back. Um, Alexa Bliss popped up in the Swamp Fight. What, where do y'all think this is leading to down the line? Uh, guys, I know we talked a little bit in the group chat a little bit. Uh, y'all come up with any more theories over the weekend? 
honestly, it's it's open, cause and and that's what I like about it, because there's so many different ways you can take it. Like Alexa could be, you know, just bait to to draw Braun out for the match at SummerSlam, or you could flip it. Like Alexa has been in that whole mean girl half a face stage for so long it's like she could use a freshen up in her character and then if you look back at one of the old firefly fun houses they had that doll that was pretty much resembling the exact way she was looking on friday so like you could bring her in on as a part of a stable or something like that or she could be like the lady fiend or some something something crazy you know so it's it's open-ended there's a lot of possibilities now and that's the good thing about it but I mean, whichever way it goes, I'm with it. Create a stable. He, 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 yeah. he, explained, he explained that perfect. And I'm with y'all. I, I want to see a stable. You know, it's just who else can they bring? You know, who I just, I just need Jeff Hardy. Hardy. I need Jeff oh, Hardy as well. TC, TC, don't That's get all me I started, need. man. Don't get me started, man. But he, he posted the picture. He posted the picture. And I got yeah. hyped. I was like, yo, he ordered something yeah. like that. You already know. Because, I mean, if yeah. that happens, bro, that that is going to be gold. Mm-hmm. Pure Let's get Jeff back in the main event. Yeah. I don't care how. That could be the start of it. That could be the start of it. Like, Fiend is more than likely probably going to win the Russell title back in a couple weeks. So, you know, you might as well, you know, get Jeff up there soon. Have him go after Jeff Hardy. Facts. Yeah. It's potential. And they also, Wait, they also have anybody else y'all want to see? I'll go ahead, Zay. Yeah, I said they also have history too, Matt, so they can play on that. I guess True. what I'm saying, Matt's name. Got hey, I forgot about that. See, it's a whole bunch of a whole hey. bunch of your brother. Cut the check, Vince. Cut the check, man. Oh man, Vince. especially because like Jeff brought up his brother a few weeks ago and didn't even say his name, but he just mentioned. We know whose brother is. Like, yeah. <laughs> at this at this point with the Hardy Boys, man, they can bring up each other names on each other's shows. Like they got, they done made, they done did their stuff in the wrestling game. I mean, I'm brought, so I'm so jealous right now, Reek. I, like I've been kind of holding it. I in, got one of them too. It's somewhere jealous. at my house. Back I home. bought this. At, I bought this at Mania. I bought one of them in uh, 2007. This is like when when Jeff was really like starting to get pushed to the moon. Yeah, yeah. And so I bought one of them. Uh, hey man, why can't Hall of Fame coming soon? YK Hall of Fame, you know, we uh, we call it the Young King's Throne over here. So Jeff Hardy already yeah. first member. But yeah, first inductee, hey. but we, we can't can't praise him enough, man. Can't praise him enough. Yeah, hey, you gotta praise the boy every every show, man. Uh I don't know who else I want to see if, if they were to do a stable um with the fiend. I have no idea. I mean Nikki Cross, maybe. That would that'd be a cool one, which is kind of what I thought was gonna happen. Like, but she got the hell up out of here on Friday. Like she was hot. Like she, she felt she, it coming. She was like, "No, nah, she she lost the she lost the title match. She was mad as hell. Like she yeah, lost I her." I said that. I said that too. I'm like, "Yo, because we were saying they backed into a corner here. Because now Nikki been on a string of losses, and you know it's it, it may or may not be too soon to try to drop the title off of Bailey because of that stable they got. But it's like if Nikki doesn't win the title, she got to snap. She got to go off. And it looked like that was going to happen, but they had something else planned for it." I got an idea of one more person who could be in it. The Fiend's real life brother, Bo Dallas. Yeah. God damn it, Malik. I could. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, I mean, that's Might as well. He ain't doing shit yeah. else. Oh, my yeah, God. Throw, I, throw I, him in there. Y'all release his tag partner. He just been there chilling. Y'all release, y'all release his dad on. Y'all release his dad IRS on tax day. <laughs> 
<laughs> release his partner. Yo, the least y'all could do is just team him with his brother. Damn, like he ain't doing yeah. that. Like I, mm. I just, until until you said his name, like I really forgot he was on Same. the contract. That's crazy. Yeah, I think Vince did too. For, so let's not remind him yet. Thanks. <laughs> uh, let's, let's see what else is in the news, man. Um, finally, The Rock has come back to the gridiron. Uh, he's partnering with his ex-wife Danny Garcia and uh, in Red Capital uh, to be the part owner of the XFL. The new part owner of the XFL bought it for fifteen million dollars. Uh, the Spencer Strasmore story is complete. Baller. Ballers. Yo, uh, just for that, we need a new season. We need a new season. We don't. A new better season. <laughs> that last one was. Yeah. I the last, like, three, four years of the show have not been good. Yeah. I, I would say, like, I would say once that last season when uh when they were trying to buy the Raiders and bring the Raiders to Vegas before they actually did it in real life. The, the NCAA thing was the, wild. The, the season with NCAA was trash. And, <laughs> and then, like, they, last season they, they, was trash. They, they just dropped stopped. it. Yeah, like, they, they just dropped, dropped every storyline every season. <laughs> I'm like, y'all really, they built it so much onto the cliff. It's like, oh, man, this is going to be crazy when they come back next season. And next season coming, we ain't even talking about it. My man was well, on Showtime, vacation. Showtime and HBO do that a lot. Like, if you ever watch the show Shameless, like, they don't, Continuous Duh. stories like Shameless so many bro. people that left from that show bro. and just never came back, like, bro. <laughs> shy, I used to love the shy. The shy is the worst television show on TV right now. <laughs> it is. I used to love that damn show. It is trash. Bro, I was now. so it's mad when old girl ran out the house and dropped that first time, bro. It, I it heard so about that and I got so mad, bro. She ran out the house and like she was out, and then as soon as she gets out, she falls to her knees. So, bro, I right. wanted to kick you, her. You've been, you been keeping up with it, up here, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm not. No, I'm not no actor, dude. I, I I watch all TV, so yeah. All right, look. <clears throat> so you remember the scene when uh, when Luke James was in the bar, and yeah. and the dude started hitting up on him. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody else gonna get mad at him for like trying to defend himself from getting harassed. Yeah, I stopped yeah. watching that episode. <laughs> I was like, man, fuck that. Understand? I was so bored yesterday. I was like, man, I ain't watched this show in some weeks. Like, it's, it's a dude on YouTube that do like little twenty minute reviews. So I will go and listen just to, to see. Bro, what I happened. think I think I watched the same dude, Mark Mark Dark. I don't know his name, uh, but like he just said. He said his name every right. video. But uh y'all be while I'll be watching him. That, like that's my that's how I get my 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 up my updates on on the show. Mm-hmm. But I got so bored last night, I was like, man, ain't nothing to watch right now. Like ain't no all the basketball games over with. I'm gonna watch the shot. I've been keeping up with it. Let me let me tune in and see what what's going on. Piss me off so much. Like Keisha try to try to beat dude with a with a chair leg. Come on, fam. Yeah, that, oh my God, I was so mad, bro. You got Ronnie was, trying to be Batman around the south side of Chicago. Get out of here, bro. Ronnie trying to make up for, for season one. Oh, God. <laughs> There's no redemption there. Fuck him. Anyway, uh, we got so off track. We, the Rock. Was this a good deal? Was this a good deal for him? And uh, do you see uh, The Rock and his, uh, his partnership group, his ownership group, rather, uh, do you see them finally making this league a success? Like, this is going to be the third time they've tried to do something with it. Like, do you think they'll actually be successful this go around? I, I would say yes. And we got to give it a chance because 
when it first started, it was actually catching some steam, you know, but people was really, you know, watching and getting into it. Like, you know, not just wrestling fans. I'm talking about football fans. Everybody was like really fans, watching huh? it. Yeah, and so um, – and plus, it gives you football after the NFL, you know what I'm saying? We need – like, it's, it's one part of the season where there's no basketball and there's no football, and it's just, like, literally nothing to watch. So, I think that's perfect. Um, and, you know, I, I actually knew a few dudes that was playing in the XFL. So, like, I'm so happy to see that they, they do have their job back and they can come back and actually play. And, and and they get to say that The Rock is your boss. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I think he'll do his best for everybody. So, let's let's let it play out. Please support it, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Uh, uh, he's technically a black owner, you know what I'm saying? You know, people yes. don't like to – like like to say that so we we do have a black owner of a entire a black league, owner so. of a sports league we also have a, a woman owner of a sports league which i think yes. i know the woman part is the first one ever but with the rock yeah. i think that might be the first time too i can't really tell you a, a black sports league owner in america it yeah. i mean you support know, it support it support it i'm watching every game rather than paying attention or not i'm streaming somewhere and we it's need that. a team called the brahma bulls for real Thanks. <laughs> right, right. It writes itself. Definitely needs that. It writes itself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, cut the check, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, it's honestly, it's got a, as good a chance now, considering Rock, this is Rock's background. He initially was playing football in college and everything like that. And more so to the point, you know, you know, Rock keeps up with the sport unlike Vince, so he knows who to hire, who to bring around him to keep building. And he's building brands. He's been doing that for the last several years. You know what I'm saying? So if anybody can expand on this and really get it to kind of outreach and following that it needs to get to really grow, who better than the dude that's been doing it for the last couple of years? Right. He's a bigger name than Vince McMahon, too. So, yep. like, this dude probably the biggest name in, in the whole world right now as far as, like, celebrities go. So this is, this is huge for... Yeah. For for him and it's it's huge for just like the actual XFL. Like we might actually have some credible spring football in the long term. So and, and he has a show on NBC. So I wonder will they you know actually jump into and see if they could do a partnership with them. Cause didn't they air the first games like back in the day? I think so. Yeah. I don't remember. I was yeah. Yeah, they were on NBC. Okay. okay. Perfect. Perfect. See. Perfect rock. I can't wait for it too, man. Um. And uh, we got some AEW news as well. Uh, Dynamite is scheduled to be preempted by uh, the NBA uh, during their bubble play uh, in August and September for a few weeks. Notably, uh, the August 19th episode is scheduled to air on August 22nd, uh, which is the same night as TakeOver 30. What are y'all thoughts on that? Because uh, if, if I was Triple H, I would put that TakeOver on TV. <laughs> That's some petty shit. It might happen. Yeah. Why not? I mean, either way, either way, I'm watching both. So, cause look, cause look, they 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 thought Commercial they were flexing. Yep. AEW thought they was flexing when they wanted to do Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen. So it's like, go well, why not? Go ahead for it. Go ahead, yeah. But honestly, even even though those, those were both free last year too, like I don't know why they were like acting like it was pay per view. Well, yeah, they, yeah, that's true. yeah. I don't. They they pushed it as a pay per view, but it's like y'all put it out for free last year too. On Bleacher Reporter. So, nah, yeah. I, honestly, though, the biggest takeaway for me was like, this was AEW's reality check. Like, you know, you try to get in the club and the bounce will be stopping. Like, nah, 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 you can't get in looking like that. <laughs> like, this was like, nah, y'all ain't that big yet. <laughs> like, this is the NBA. Like, you got to right. chill. 
That was my biggest takeaway. Like, I mean, WWE got bumped off for baseball. Yeah, the NBA overtake anything on TV. Yeah, so yeah, no doubt. show you wrestling ain't like that no more. Right. I mean, wrestling used to get bumped for a dog show back in the day too, though. So. Oh, I used to hate that, bro. I used to despise it so much. Ugly ass dogs, man. Oh, god, them dogs that had no swag. Ooh. No drip. Yo, let me tell you the, the, the most pissed off. The, hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick. The most pissed off I ever was as a teenager was when I used to set like the, the TV to record oh, Monday man. Night Raw every night. I'll wake up the next day and fucking dog show was recorded. <laughs> and no no Monday Night Raw. Wasn't no Hulu or nothing back then either. Right. Wasn't no, no YouTube back then. We could go just look up the highlights. Like we just had to just look up the results. Like, damn, I missed that. I'm still catching episodes of like Raw and SmackDown I never seen from 2005 that I missed just because like everything was just hectic in life at that time. So I wasn't really consistent watching it. It's shit that I'm watching. Oh, damn, that happened. I don't remember that. Yeah, there's like 14 months of SmackDown that just doesn't exist really. Like, man, basically all the 2004 that wasn't JBL and Cena didn't really happen. I had no idea RVD was on I mean, SmackDown in 2004. Oh, I remember that. I mean, yeah, WWE, I do they don't acknowledge, like, the first eight months of 2004 happened in real life. So, yeah. I remember wow, Booker T wild. had got drafted over to SmackDown, and he didn't want to be here. <laughs> he openly said, like, I don't want to be here. And he that's when he turned heel, and that's when King Booker came about. He came to the ring in Under Armour. I don't actually why I remember that. It was yeah. funny. It was 2004. <laughs> Speaking of like bad fits, y'all remember like the 2003 Royal Rumble and John Cena came out there in like these big ass hammer jeans? <laughs> I remember that because I want to say it was Taz. It was either Taz or Jerry Law. They said, Jim Ross. They said, Jerry, do you understand what he just said? And Jr. said something goofy that I can't even remember. That happened in tear. That was seen like before he was on beat. He was just rapping. I'm like, you sound like the baby right now. You got to gotta knock that off. <laughs> Catch me. And that was when his music was trash, too. He even had no fire music back then. Yeah, nah. It was- let's, let's move on, bro. Let's get this tournament, man. <laughs> Please. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, Young Kings Wrestling, man. Uh, quick break, man. We're going to come back. We're going to get this. This uh, It ain't March Madness. It's, it's August Madness. Uh, promo YK Madness. YKW Promo Madness. Uh, coming up next. Hey, welcome back, y'all. Uh, Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. It's celebration, bitches. This is the greatest show. It is. Facts. The greatest podcast ever. Big facts. Uh, (laughs) Hey, man, I've been looking forward to this one, man. I've I've been so hyped over it. Because the the initial plan was uh, I wanted to get an interview for this. I wanted wanted to get, like, somebody in the industry give us an interview. I hit up, like, 15 wrestlers, legends, uh, announcers, et cetera, et cetera, got left on red by every single one. It's, it's sad out here. It's big sad out here. Uh, but that, that leads into my thing of wrestlers being divas. 
So I'll let y'all know. Y'all not famous, famous. Y'all wrestling famous, okay? Oh, listen. But I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, my, my situation was a little – I don't know. My man New Jack got like Alzheimer's or something because right, we, we, we let New Jack slide for obvious <laughs> reasons. New Jack and New for Jack for multiple slide obvious reasons. Never. We don't let New Jack slide. Yeah, he was getting back to me like two days after I hit him, not even like a week after I hit him up. And I'm just like, yeah, we just try to do an interview. That's all, bro. You we, we still, we still got to get that interview though. You nice. gotta pull it. We, we all still keep trying with that one. I don't care if it's yeah. Sunday night at three in the morning. I will wake up and do an interview <laughs> with New Jack. Yeah, my uh, job. No, they're getting the FMLA. I want to be on that episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Uh, but shout out to New Jack and shout out to the one other. I'm not gonna say his name, but shout out to him too. Uh, yes, for sir. at least engaging with us. He the only one yep. that responded, and like yep. we just couldn't come together with the only one that responded. And now he's a champ. I, I, I was just champ about to say too. that he a champ now. So what I tell you, right? The rest of y'all, like, I don't, I ain't seen y'all. I've seen y'all lose. Everybody else, I've seen y'all lose. Like, one of, one of them had got uh, released from WWE during the mass cuts. Uh, he didn't answer back. Uh, but I've seen Sad. him uh, back on the indies, though, recently. But Oh, yeah. But that, that, that just keep playing into my theory that wrestlers are, like, such, like, after StarCast, and I've seen how a lot of them, like, kind of, like, Snob their head up to the fans. I'm like, nigga, you know, you're not famous. Famous, you, right. you wrestling famous. Like, you go walk the street. We went, people ain't gonna know you. We we know you here because we just like we, wrestling. We know you're not really that famous because you had Starcast. Like, yeah, bro. Like, like the 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 two like the, it was three like major names that was scheduled for that Starcast. Two of them pulled out, and one of them ended up getting sick like three days before. Yeah. So and, and it's crazy. The ones that are famous, famous was like the nicest ones. Like I say, X Pac, X Pac. Uh, I mean, Sean Spears ain't famous, famous. But he was cool. No, bro, he famous, famous. Like when people, when people talk about wrestling, they anytime DX is mentioned, they mention it. Everybody, Sean that Spears. Chop, that way, when you do this, bro, you, I'm talking you, about Sean Spears, dog. I ain't talking oh, about I'm, X Pac. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking of X Pac. <laughs> they both name is Sean. <laughs> Like, oh, he did. It's Sean, Sean though, so it's just like you know, shout, shout out to Sean uh, Waltman. My bad. Yeah, shout out to X. Though he Hall of Famer, man. He two time Hall Sean, of Famer. Sean Spears was cool too, though. Sean he was Spears hella cool. cool. I mean, shout out X. I got cool many suspensions because of you. Facts. <laughs> at least man, three. Oh, Everybody born in the nineties been suspended like a few oh, times. He's got at least at least got a referral or something. Yeah. Third grade, Miss Johnson. Very yeah, hard teacher, to man. Well, you did Almost it to the teacher? Yeah. Hard. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It almost broke my damn pelvis. Oh. <laughs> That's funny as me. <laughs> oh, Zay. man. New Nick, no name. Zay the Goat. Oh, thanks. Hey. Hey. I, I wasn't that wild. <laughs> no, I never did all name. that. I, I just, I just did it at recess, bro. I ain't never did it to the teachers. I'm like, yo, in, in the halls, outside, I ain't doing it in front of no teachers. Hell no. Oh, you wild. Hey, That's man. <laughs> uh, hey, we got we got the Young Keys Wrestling promo badness here, man. Uh, if you haven't heard uh, our, our theme song madness, episode 29, first, why haven't you? Go and listen to it. Uh, but the rules are the same. Uh, same rules we stole from the New Day podcast. Um we're going to vote, you know, best two out of three. So, uh, you know, we each chose four promos from four different regions, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, 
and the 2010s. Um, best two out of three moves on to the next round um, until we find out who the best promo all time is. Uh, I have the 80s region. Zay got the 90s. Reek with the 2000s. Uh, Malik, uh, you got the past decade. So uh, I'm going to run down each selection, each, uh, each seed from each region. And uh, I want you guys to give just some brief notes on uh, each one that you picked. So uh, I'll start off with the 1980s uh, from my number one seed. Uh, I'm going I'm to try to do a Dusty Rose impression. Uh, I chose the American dream, Dusty Rose, hard time for daddy. Number one seed in the 1980s. Uh, what, was, that, was that good? Was it cool? It was cool? All right. Pretty good. Nine, good. nine out of ten. Nine out of ten? All right, bet. That's all I need. It's cool. Um, my number one seed, Dusty Rose, Hard Times. I think this is probably one of the most relatable promos of all time because um, it just, you know, it's, it's hard times. Uh, and I'm going to play it when we get to it, but it's, uh, it's hard times, daddy. That's my number one seed. Uh, number two, probably the most famous Ric Flair promo of all time. Uh, you're looking at the limousine riding. Jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing. Woo! Son of a gun. It's my favorite promo from Ric Flair all time. Uh, number three, Randy Savage, the, the cream always rises to the top, and I am the cream of the World Wrestling Federation. Um, and number four, I have a from Dr. David D. Schultz, uh, a promo from him. Uh, I'm just not going to get into that yet. Y'all hear it when I play it. Um, for the 90s, uh, Zay selected for his number one seed, uh, probably the, the most important promo in all of wrestling history. I don't think we would even have this show if it wasn't for this promo because the industry might have just died um, if this promo never happened. Austin 316 at uh, King of the Ring 1996. Uh, number two, we got a promo from The Rock uh, on Billy Gunn uh, shortly after Billy Gunn won the King of the Ring in 1999. Uh, we got Ric Flair's victory speech after the Royal Rumble. And uh, we got a Cactus Jack promo, uh, Kane Dewey, uh, during Cactus Jack's feud with uh, Tommy Dreamer back in ECW in the 90s. Uh, Zay, yeah, probably. Uh, Zay, <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's get a brief rundown on the choices you pick, man. Well, like you said, we're also 316. That's just a standard bearer to me. Uh, the Rock and Billy Gunn, that's just how you kill a career in nine minutes. In the ring, uh, Ric Flair just for the, how the match was. That was just a great promo to end that Royal Rumble, especially him coming in for number three and winning it. And then Kane Dewey was just special. That's just I almost feel like I cheated at putting that number four. So that was my yeah, four. I got some questions, man. All right, so we had two promos. I just want to know why you why you snubbed these two. Uh, New Jack's Smoky Mountain promo and Booker T's We Coming For You Nigga promo at Spring Stampede. <laughs> okay. Why'd you know? Why'd you snub those? <laughs> Reek is about to drink. No, nah, Reek, don't drink nothing. You ain't you ain't allowed. We gonna get to you. <laughs> but Zay, why, why, why'd, you, why'd you snub those two? Man, you know what? If I could do six, I would probably pick those two. But I just think those four was like, like, even when you sent me the list, I gave you my four immediately. I knew what my four was going to be because we had actually wrote down the same list. So I had wrote down the same list. So, but, like, those would definitely be in my top ten, maybe even number five or six. I may slot Xbox return promo from 98 in there with that. 
but like when it came to the nineties, my four was easy. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, and then the two thousands, uh, the essential wreak havoc uh, for his number one seed chose uh, Eddie Guerrero's promo uh, against Rey Mysterio. Uh, he's sitting in the ring in the dark with Ray's mask, and he's just just like yelling at Ray. We're gonna get to that one. That's his number one seed. Number two, uh, we got Matt Hardy's return promo uh, when he got rehired to Monday Night Raw in two thousand five. Paul Heyman's shoot on Vince McMahon uh, a week before Survivor Series in two thousand one. And uh, we got Randy Orton and, uh, excuse me, not Randy Orton, but Triple H uh, on Randy Orton a week after he kicked Randy Orton out of Evolution. Uh, before I allow you to give your notes, Reek, you you left some out as well. Uh, I got some I got some questions on why. Uh, All right, go ahead. You chose it's only uh, four, but we all listen. left some out. <laughs> Malik. You are okay, cause like your your selections are the ones I would have chose if I had your region. So you you cool. It's I ain't gonna criticize to you, but Reek. Oh, I thought like out of out of the list, I think yo you picked the second best Eddie Guerrero promo out of the list. I thought the one he cut on Brock before No Way Out was better. Um, Vince McMahon's Perfect. "Life Sucks and Then You Die" promo was probably the most relatable promo of all time. Xbox. Face during that promo was hilarious. It's like a click song. And then this this one is just is is I don't know what you can say about this. You didn't choose the Scott Steiner math promo. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Explain yourself. Explain your choices and then explain why you did not choose Steiner math. Explain your choices first. All right. Uh this ain't gonna be fair, but I'm just gonna hit you with this right off the bat. I'm not. I I could care less for Scott Steiner. I don't. I like nothing about Scott Steiner resonated with me back then or now. I'm sorry. It just, it just don't work for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, we, I'm we ain't sorry, about to do the bro. tournament, man. I'm really. I am. episode's over. Promo, I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the promo was hilarious. Don't get me wrong. It just it, dude never really got to me, man. It just it wasn't and. By the time when he came in in 03 and it had that whole whatever that was with Triple H, it just flopped terribly. I just, I couldn't, I tried, man. I tried. I just, I can't get into the, you know what I'm saying? And so you punished the greatest promo of all time? (laughs) Well, I mean, it got to go through the whole tournament first before we say that. I would have let it go through the whole tournament. (laughs) I'll put this up against the pipe bomb, honestly. I, I just I always wanted to know was that promo scripted because the math was so perfect that I I just had I want to know one day. I saw I a tweet. Stories come out. I saw a tweet <laughs> earlier today. I don't know if it's true. They say apparently Scott Steiner has a doctorate in mathematics, which makes a lot of sense. Why that promo was so perfect? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, but uh, but go ahead, explain your choice. Nah, nah, so so, <laughs> all right. So for Eddie. Yeah, you know, that, that that promo he cut on Brock was fire, but this one was just deeper. Like, him and Ray have such a, a, a strong, you know, bond, and they, they had been through so much together. We talked about it earlier. It's like, they son. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> but it's like, you know, you, you knew that, that the heel turn was coming, but you didn't know how deep he was going. Like, he was really, like, the, the visual of him standing there, well, sitting there in the ring, 
with that mask that he tore off Ray, the blood still on it, that that imagery that was in there and how intense that rivalry was like that, that just resonated with me more. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Triple H and Randy, that was just like, it, it was like prime Triple H when he was on the mic, honestly. It, it didn't have so much to do with Randy. It was just like, it was just Triple H exemplifying how much the world title meant to him. It's like, I'll destroy this dude that's like a son to me for the fact that he took the title that's mine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with Matt Hardy, my thing with, with this was like, it wasn't so much the fact that it was so personal and so intense, but it was like Matt up to this point, like he he had some time on the mic, you know, with, you know, with version one Matt Hardy and everything like that. But this was him really like letting loose and showing some, some depth to his character. You know what I'm saying? Like it was shooting from, shooting from the hip, shooting from the heart everything it's like they just gave him a live mic and said go off and that that a lot of times you get stuff like this so that that was great and then the Paul Heyman one man I mean listen you talk about a dude bearing his soul like Paul sounded hurt and he truthfully was (laughs) but I mean I don't think Vince ever let anyone get that much rope I mean since then probably yeah but up to that point, I think that was about as much line he gave anybody to really shoot on him and let them know exactly how you feel. He was like, yo, fuck you. You took food off my plate and you took my ideas and everything like that. Like, it was just... Here's my thing with that promo, though. Is you you literally did the same to your workers just like eight months prior to that, though. With, with ECW. So you had like no room <laughs> to bring <Yeah. laughs> That's true. That's true. But uh, but but Zay, uh, you you were you were kind of opposed to the Matt Hardy promo. Uh, what, what what's your words on that one? I have seen you posted something on Twitter, but just let the listeners know. I think you on mute. So everybody knows I'm a big oh, Hardy Boys stan. I hear. Yeah, everybody knows I'm a big Hardy Boys stan. I hated that promo. Hated it with everything in me. And it wasn't even necessarily like what he was saying. It was like the I didn't like that they brought it to the TV because me as somebody that didn't know the story at the time because I wasn't heavy on the internet, I'm just sitting there talking, why is he using anybody, is this real? Why is he using anybody's real name? And then, like, back then, Matt promos wasn't as good as he's getting to now, so, like, his voice and affliction didn't really give it me. So that promo, it definitely wouldn't have been in my top four. Like, it's not a bad promo. I can acknowledge that it's a good promo, but I hate it personally. See, he also agrees Steiner Math could have been in that spot. It was number honestly, one. It was it, it was the, the the punchline of it. Like it's either kill or be killed, and Matt Hardy will <laughs> not die. That that just slapped for me. I'm sorry. Like that really like you felt that. Like okay, but see, even that, it was to do no he limit. Said it. it was because of his voice. It was like his voice is cracking. Is it either kill or be killed? I don't. My heart will not die. <laughs> yeah, hey, what, whatever, whatever Matt did to get better at promos, he should have, he should have brought his brother along to whatever classes he took. His or, brother doesn't need promos at all. Okay, uh, Malik. Yes, sir. Two thousand tens. Malik chose uh, CM Punk's pipe bomb. Uh, I already knew that was going to be his number one seed. Uh, took place uh, just about 10 minutes from me at the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. Malik was in the building when it happened. CM Punk's pipe bomb. 
I remember being so let, let me let me tell a quick story about when I was watching Raw when the pipe bomb happened. It didn't click to me that I was watching a shoot until like two, three minutes into it. And I'm like, oh shit, this is a shoot. And Twitter was really like blew up that I just remember it like it was yesterday. Um number two seed, the Miz on talking smack uh with Daniel Bryan, probably the best Miz promo of all time. Um Number three seed, Cody, uh, before full full gear last year on Dynamite. And number four, Paul Heyman's uh, the one in 21 and one the night after Brock Lesnar broke the Undertaker's undefeated WrestleMania streak. Uh, that's our seeding, man. Uh, so with that being said. Hey, you ain't going to let me explain why. <laughs> oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just I just didn't have no complaints about yours, so it was just like no. Natural no. I, I, just want the, move on. I just want the listeners to know why. Go ahead. I, yeah, I explain your I choices did. though. Yeah. Well, because you know, we in the we in a new, like completely different generation from the first three brackets, you know what I mean? Where the business now is like, you know how people say protect the business. Mm-hmm. We want to protect, yeah, that shit is out the window. Like with the internet, that has really not killed the business, but it really exposed everything of it, you know. And your first three C's kind of kind of exploit that a little bit too. Exactly, that's why I went that way because it's like you know we we get to see the real stuff, the real pain, the anger. Like these, all all four of these actually come from real emotion because twenty one and one, yeah, yeah, twenty one and one. Um, you know, we never thought the Undertaker should be broken, and Paul Heyman came in like, yo, like yo, I told y'all, like what. Are you, what do you mean? You didn't think you'd believe? Like, no, me and Brock told y'all we was gonna do this, but y'all lollygagging, living in the past. So, um, yeah, they all come from the end of pipe bomb, bro. You know, I've been to plenty of wrestling shows. Me and my dad was there. He still don't remember being there. Like, he 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 still doesn't know what he was a part of, which is hilarious to me. Um, but that was the first night I've seen. Like, when I mean the entire arena just shut up and was just like, damn. That brought you know me back mean? in. You you had a few people, but mind you, they shot two episodes of Raw that night. And that was after the first episode. So we was like, hold on, we got another two hours? <laughs> like, Ooh. let's go. But then they said he was suspended, and we didn't see CM Punk for the rest of the night. Damn. So That, that, that brought was, me back in. I had been so stagnant for the last at least three years watching. That immediately got me back in full time. Like, yo. I got to see where this goes because this was not part of the game plan. Somebody like we was said, off we the rip here. I bought a B pay-per-view for the watching. first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah, I bought a B pay-per-view for the first time. Like, I only really buy, like, Mania in the Rumble, maybe SummerSlam. I bought Money in the Bank, bro. Like, I, I never buy – I never bought B pay-per-views before the network just because, like, it, it'd be hit or miss sometimes. Yeah. Like, the, the big four, I can I can depend on them. This like, man – Money in the Bank, I had to. This man that made John Cena. It was. He, he made John Cena look like a fly in the room, in a in an arena, because mind you, John Cena was out there that that entire pipe bomb. He didn't move, and nobody noticed he was still in the ring. We were just all eyes was on Punk. They cut, like, they, they cut his mic off. They literally cut his mic off. Like we couldn't hear no more after that. So they yeah. they like they cut the Cena like once, and you kind of could see his face. He was like, damn. It's yeah. really, really going through some shit right now. Yeah, yeah. So that that's why that's always stuck with me. But let's proceed and get this tournament on the way. Yeah, man. Let's let's get it let's get it started. Uh, as the Black Eyed Peas will say, man. Um, 
let's kick it off. Uh, number one seed in the 80s region, uh, Dusty Rhodes, man. Hard time for daddy. Don't know about hard time for daddy. Wait, wait. What, what's the voting rules for all of us? Oh, the voting rules, man. Um, so, uh, y'all vote each one, uh, whichever, you know, seed going up, which one you feel like. Uh, our first round is going to be uh, Dusty Rhodes versus David Schultz uh, in the in the 80s region. So best two out of three. Uh, y'all can vote on y'all. Y'all can vote we, on y'all. We not going with Zay idea? It's, listen, it'd be a I little too like that idea. I did so we too. don't be biased. So you can't vote on the region? Okay, yeah. Yeah, Let's yeah, do that. Let's yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. All right. So, look at that. Include you in it, too. Yeah, because I, I was just going to chill, but, you know, let me get included. Um, oh, so, we're going to vote. Uh, I can't vote on my region. Nobody can vote on their region, but it's going to be two out of three each one. So, uh, let's get this going. I, I low key did want to participate. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> uh, so, Dusty Rose Hard Times versus uh, David D. Schultz. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to elaborate on the David Schultz one. Y'all just hear it when you hear it. But, uh, yeah, let's get into it, man. I wanted Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. No respect, no honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard time. And he telling the future AI. Lap snacks. He was. That was like 30 something, 1985, 35 years ago. He, he, he was he had the preacher breathing on. <laughs> All right. And sister. <laughs> <laughs> My brother. All right. So that's Dusty Rose, man. Number one seat. Fourth seat, David D. Schultz. Uh, Y'all just listen to it, man. Dave, the redneck Schultz, as the fans call you, you see something like this happen, it's got to be upsetting to you. It don't upset me at all, baby. Let me tell you, I think it's great. You know what I mean? If you're going to go on the hunt, you got to be able to run with the big boys. If he can't run with the big boys, he should get out. He shouldn't come out here. Last time I was in San Francisco, I went downtown looking for a woman. You know what I mean? I wanted a woman. I couldn't find no woman. I found a lot of men that look like women. Now you, Hulk Hogan, you belong in San Francisco. What's wrong with you, Gene? I'm telling you like it is, baby. You belong in San Francisco. That's your kind of place. That's your kind of people because you've never had a woman, baby. And now I'm challenging you. I'm challenging you right uh, now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He looking for a woman. Hey, so I had to, I had to sacrifice a Jake the Snake Roberts promo <laughs> so I could get this all here because I, I could not not include this. We got some honorable mentions at the end. Yeah, we got some honorable mentions. Uh, all right, so we gonna go through guys. Uh, do the honors, Malik. Uh, you start off. All right, we got. 
first out of just Dusty Rhodes and uh and David D. Uh, Schultz. David Schultz. Uh, oh, I'm man. sorry. I get I, on on the bracket. It say Jake. It says Jake. Well, I told y'all I had to sacrifice Jake for this. So it's okay. It's all good. Um, man, as great as that David Schultz was, just hearing that from Dusty Rhodes right now literally gave me chills right now. And I was gonna jokingly vote for David at first, but no, I I can't even joke and play with that. Dusty man, ain't ain't no talk, ain't no debate. Dusty. Yeah. Rest in peace. Read. Yeah, man, it, it ain't no question. Like, yeah, David Schultz will make you laugh your ass off, but man, Dusty, get you ready to fight somebody, man. Like <laughs> that dude be talking, he was preaching, man. He's he telling one the of a kind. Right, he's one of a kind, man. You can't you can't go against the grain, man. I I'm going Dusty 100%. So, Dusty Rose hard times moves on, but Zay, what choice you had, man? Since I know Dusty Rhodes is moving on, I'm going to go ahead and pick the San Francisco promo just to give him a <laughs> shout out. That's fair, man. Hey, Dusty Rhodes, hard times for daddy. You don't know about hard times for daddy. Moving on to the second round of the Young Kings Wrestling Promo Madness Tournament, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, next up, man, uh, from the 90s region, we have uh, Austin 316. Versus Kane Dewey. Now, uh, if you don't know who Dewey is, Dewey is Mick Foley's firstborn child. The ECW crowd, somebody had a sign telling Tommy Dreamer to hit Mick Foley's son with a Singapore cane. How disrespectful. For real. But uh, let's, let's get into this. Austin 316 uh, versus Kane Dewey. The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. Don't just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I've proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 316. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. That's not necessary. Ooh, my, my aunt hated that because you know she Super necessary. Oh, she a Bible thumper? Oh, she was so mad. Like she she was like, You I don't want you watching that that month. I was like, sorry, ain't he, man. It's either you hey. or Austin. I gotta take Austin. No, no, it, it was super necessary. Shout out oh, to Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part, though, because, like, you, you ever seen a video of the New Day, like, reenacting the promo? No, I haven't. That shit is funny as fuck. And they're just like, like, uh, Big E is Michael Hayes, and he's just like, That's not necessary. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> in, in context, it's probably not funny. You just got to watch it. Uh, number four seed, man, uh, and the opponent of 316, Kane Dewey, by Mr. Cactus Jack, a.k.a. Mick Foley, a.k.a. Do Love, a.k.a. Mankind. When I saw my saving grace, you see, Tommy, I looked out into that audience, my adoring crowd, and I saw two simple words that changed my life. Cain Dewey. Somebody had taken the time 
and the effort and the thought to make a sign that said Cain Dewey. And I saw other people around as every moment in my life stopped and focused in on that sign. And the pain that shot through my bigotti became a distant memory. Replaced by the pain that will be embedded in my skull to my dying day. Cain Dewey. Cain Dewey. Dewey Foley is a three-year-old boy. You sick sons of bitches! Felt that. Felt that. Early mankind vibes. Yes. Shout, shout out to Mick Foley, man. Probably, I don't, honestly, I don't think a lot of wrestling fans talk about Mick Foley when we talk about promos. Like, which, here's, here's the crazy part. A lot of people recognize Mick Foley's a great promo. But I think, you know, guys like Flair, guys like CM Punk get a lot of recognition. Guys like The Rock, they get a lot of recognition over Mick Foley. And I just honestly think Mick Foley just needs some more respect in the promo department, man. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to make my choice. Uh, Austin316 says it's moving on to the next round with me. Uh, man, same. Austin316, just – because that changed the game. To this day, we still see people wear Austin 316 shirts. You Not one in my closet. You see celebrities wearing Austin 316 shirts. So, I mean, just for the longevity it's had still in Stone Cold, like, yeah, what it did for wrestling. Like you said, this might have this saved wrestling. You know what I mean? We, we, we might not have had this podcast right now. You know, so Austin 316. Even though that, that what I just heard right there, it, I heard it earlier. But listening to it now, bro, that, that gave me – yeah, Mick Foley had some right there. This pains me to do because – I know that's your guy, too. I I, I met I met Mick. Mm-hmm. You're not going to ride with had, your people? Had some good conversation with him. That was one of the crowning achievements of my young life. But Stone Cold defined a, a, a valued portion of my childhood. Like, I was throwing up middle fingers at a time where I was not supposed to be doing that. So, middle fingers and cross chops. Exactly. I can't. I can't not. It's too legendary. I love Mick, but I'm sorry. It's 316 all the way, bro. Hey, man, like I I said before, we probably, you know, like Malik also uh, stated, we probably would not have this show because – you look at where the industry was, uh, the WWF specifically in 1996 was, it, it was it was floating a little bit. It wasn't getting nowhere. It was just kind of floating in the middle of the ocean. Stone Cold turned that that sailboat into a jet ski and uh, and got them to land. Turn that sure. some bitch sideways. No, turn that some bitch sideways. <laughs> yeah. What's crazy is you got the. You got the Austin 316 promo and the Hulk Hogan joining Paul and Nasdaq all in a couple of weeks from each other. Oh, that's that's true. I, I never thought of that until now. So probably the two biggest game-changing promos in the industry both happened around the same exact time. And without either one of them, we would not be here. Yep. That is that's incredible. So Austin 316 is uh is moving on. And uh so we gonna move on to the two thousands. We got uh Eddie Guerrero's uh Heel turn promo in 2005, the last heel turn promo of Eddie Guerrero's uh, career, unfortunately, uh, versus Triple H and Randy Orton. 
all over the country. People have been asking me, why, Eddie, why? Why did you do to Rey Mysterio what you did to him last week? Plain and simple. I gave him what he wanted. He wanted a fight. I gave him a fight. I gave him the fight of his life. And do you think that makes me happy? R.I.P. to the GOAT. Thanks. That's my guy, man. And uh, let's let's move into this uh, Triple H and Randy Orton. As well, Ben. It's been a lot of talk about destiny lately. I don't believe in destiny. I don't believe life is predetermined. Your destiny is what you make. It's the choices that you make. And for every choice, there's a consequence. Take Randy Orton, for example. Randy Orton made a choice not to be a failure and a disappointment like his grandfather and his father before him. Randy Orton chose to roll with evolution. Randy Orton chose to stand side by side with 16 time heavyweight champion of the world, Ric Flair. Randy Orton chose to stand side by side with the most dominant man in this business, Batista. And Randy Orton chose to follow in the footsteps of the greatest wrestler alive today. The game, Triple H. And the consequence of that decision, Randy Orton became one of the most successful athletes in this industry today. He was preaching about that destiny, though. Yes, sir. Telling you, man. So I, I, I like that because it made me think, though. And, it, and it's the best wrestling promos. And actually, Malik, I do got to – we're going we gonna to get to it because there's a Triple H promo you didn't choose. I kind of wish you did, but you good. You know the one, the contract signing before WrestleMania with Seth Rollins. Oh, he, was, he was preaching some real shit in that promo, too. Uh, he was preaching some realness. We're going to have to have a number two of this, like just like the theme songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we do need a theme song back. But, uh, I yeah. thought you were talking about a certain promo from 2002 involving Kane, but – no, oh. nah, no, 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 no. nah, no, <laughs> we don't recognize that on this nah. network. <laughs> no, nah. that, 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 that's up there with the that's up there with the empty space at Extreme Rules 2017 that we don't talk about. That's yeah. up there with that. Hey man, all right guys, uh, Malik man, uh, which one you gonna choose out of out of the two thousands? Oh man, this is tough, man. This is this is tough. Like you say, Triple H was preaching. But what, 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 
Eddie Guerrero, what this led to something different, you know what I mean? This led to some to a young man we've seen tonight on Raw who who is having another match at SmackDown, which that match that Eddie was talking, that led to another at me at SummerSlam. I got to rock with Eddie. I'm, I'm rocking with Eddie Guerrero, but Triple H killed it, man. Triple H killed it. Man, just just because that, that destiny, that, okay. that line he said about that shit, okay. That that was enough to sway me, so I'm a, I'm gonna go with Triple H, and I need I'm to, I'm to come in with the tiebreaker, man, because, ooh. I'm not gonna lie to you. When I first saw his uh, Reeks choices, I had no idea what promo he was talking about with Triple H and Randy Orton in '04. So I actually listened to it. I loved it. So I'm picking Eddie. I'm still picking Eddie, but I didn't remember that promo. That promo is much better than because I know I've seen that episode. I honestly didn't remember it, but I do love that promo. It's just it's going against like Eddie's best promo to me. Yeah, listen. He said, "So I'm picking Eddie." That's funny. I thought he was gonna pick him. I did too. I'm thinking like, "Oh shit, we got to upset." He said, "So I'm picking Eddie." Hey, listen, listen, this. I'm going to get Triple H props, though. Yes, this sir. nigga took a big-ass loogie to the face at the end oh, of this promo. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember I watched it live. I was like, nigga, that is disgusting. And I watched it again when I watched the promo over. I was like, bro, it's still disgusting. Yeah, actually, Randy like, is spitting on everybody in 04. It was ridiculous. Perfect picture. He spit on Mick, too. I, I totally forgot about that one. Flat yeah. on his cheek. He got good aim when he spit on people, too. Like, in this Corona times... Can't he'd do be, that. He'd be arrested. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is wild, right? Oscar spit in oh. Sasha's face like a few weeks ago, and I was like, they they, they still allowing that? They still allowing mist? <laughs> yeah. We got, to, we got to run that fade ASAP. Oh, God. That's, you can't spit in my face and then run away. I'm whooping your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, you got to fight to the death. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That, that That's why Randy Orton got his ass beat <laughs> at Unforgiven. Like, you ain't gonna spit in my face. What's wrong with you? Hey, he almost this, killed Bischoff right after that, too. He did. Eric! Eric! All right. In my face! <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why Eric, Eric Bischoff had to go on vacation a few weeks later. He was like, man, fuck yep. this. We <laughs> can spit on each other and stuff. You got motherfucking spit on each other. People getting in my face. You got my... You got my special needs nephew need all the attention. Like, I'm going on vacation. Fuck this. Oh, my God. I have a promo involving Eugene. I'm bring it up in honorable mentions. It's yes, a man. promo. It wasn't about Eugene, but it was cut by somebody talking about Eugene. But I'll bring it up in the honorable freight train? You talking about the freight train promo? No. Oh, no. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, with that being said, let's, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, CM Punk, uh, Pipe Bomb. You already know what that was about. Let's go ahead and get into it. John Cena, while you you lay there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be, I want you to listen to me. I want you to digest this because before I leave in three weeks with your WWE Championship, I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. I don't hate you, John. I don't even dislike you. I do like you. I like you a hell of a lot more than I like most people in the back. 
I hate this idea that you're the best. Because you're not. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. That's my shit, man. That's my shit. I love it. Uh, going up against Paul Heyman, uh, 21 and 1. Uh, excuse me, the 1 and 21 and 1. I could have been the one to jump from the ring to the octagon, but Daniel Bryan never fought in an octagon. John Cena never fought in an octagon. The Undertaker never fought in an octagon. You know why? They're all wannabes. Brock Lesnar is the one. There's a lot of people who wanted to be the NCAA Division I Heavyweight Champion, the Ultimate Fighting Champion, the undisputed WWE Heavyweight Champion. The Rock never pulled that off. Hulk Hogan never pulled that off. Stone Cold Steve Austin never pulled that off. No one. They're all wannabes. Brock Lesnar is the one. And then you got a bunch of guys in the locker room last night coming up to me saying, Hey, Paul, I could have been the one to break the streak. I could have beaten The Undertaker. So why didn't you? Randy Orton didn't break the streak. Shawn Michaels didn't break the streak. Triple H didn't break the streak. Know why? They're all wannabes. Brock Lesnar is the the one. Because Brock Lesnar is the one. In 21 and one. Nigga was preaching. He was preaching. Pastor Paul. Pastor Paul. Let me go ahead and get my. Paul does not cut bad promos. He don't. He don't. He he really don't. Uh, Let me go ahead and get my choice, man. These These some heavy hitters, man. This is like, ooh. Going up against the pipe bomb, it's giving the pipe bomb some trouble. It's probably it's probably take the pipe bomb to overtime in the first the round. Yeah, it probably against the ropes. It probably like if this. This was a basketball tournament. It would take the pipe bomb to overtime, but pipe bomb pipe bomb just got a little bit more firepower, and the pipe bomb know how to hit their free throws late in the game, and they know how to advance to the next round with me. <laughs> Kick their field goals, uh, Reek. Uh. Jeez. Um, Pipe bomb kick their field goals against the Vikings. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Nah, I, I said I just I said this earlier. Like this was the Pipe Bomb was that promo that really brought me back in, you know. And, and like I said, Paul does not miss when it, he's on the mic, especially when he's hyping his guy Brock Lesnar. And for it to be something that shocked the world, it's like I it's so hard to pick against that. But I mean, you know. His promo, CM Punk's promo, just started a whole wave, man. Everything changed after that. So just off of the impact alone, I got to go with the pipe bomb. Everybody was doing shoot interviews at the end. Not much That's, changed for him, really. Like, he, he held the title for a long time. But yeah. I think just the, the overlasting effect in the industry, like, people still talk about it to this day. The, the summer of Punk that wasn't. The the second, um, and and I like to uh, to mention this is pipe bomb two point zero. It's the second pipe bomb. First one was in Ring of Honor. This this oh. is the this is the WWE version though, and yeah. uh yeah, uh Reek, uh 
Which one you got? Pipe bomb's gonna move on, but which one you got? I, I chose pipe bomb. I mean, I rig him. Sorry, Zay. Uh, Zay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking a pipe bomb, but I tell you, if Malik had picked Roman Reigns promo after he beat Undertaker and number four, I would have picked that. Yeah, me if that too. Had been number four, I would have picked Roman Reigns. Cause I'm not gonna lie yeah. to you, like that. This is when I first moved to, to Las Vegas. I moved to Las Vegas like a couple months before uh, that promo, and. He came out there and he just stood in the ring for like 10 minutes and they would not let him say a word. Every time the microphone come up to his mouth, they booed the shit out of him. He said five words, dropped the mic and left. That's probably one of that's probably the best promo he'll ever cut in his life. That's so cold. Like, like for him to do cold. that, like a year after the like I won't say years, probably like two years after the suffering suck attack shit, for him to come up here and just <laughs> completely just that's the coldest shit ever. They should have gave yeah. him. They should have gave him the one of them championships that summer. Like Brock held the universal title for a year and a half after that. Like Roman should have won it at SummerSlam that year. Especially nice. like going up against John Cena at No Mercy later on that year. Like they kind of they low key dropped the ball with Roman and Braun in 2017. Like massively. Yeah. Facts, man. Pipe mom moves on though. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and go back up to the eighties. Uh, we got Ric Flair, the limousine ride. <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he said. The crack hair. Oh, the crack hair. Yeah. Uh, this, listen, this, off the boat. This is the heavy uh, cocaine era. And we're gonna we're gonna hear it in, in one of these. <laughs> we got Ric Flair, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheel and dealing, going up against Macho Man Randy Savage, cream of the crop. Oh yeah, the cream of the crop. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Let's get into it. Now, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio, looking at a guy out here hollering my name. When last year I spent more money on spilled liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. That's the best part. That's my favorite part. That's the ultimate flex. Like, emphatic. I I can't even put my feet down in these motherfucking gators, nigga. Emphatic. (laughs) Clean. Just let you know. Mm. And and this this got me hype all the time because, like, Pusha T got a song. Uh, I forget the name of the song. What Dreams Are Made Of? That's the name of the song. And he put this promo at the beginning of it. That might be my favorite Pusha T song just because of the Rick Flair promo. Uh, let's move on, man. Macho Man Randy Savage, the cream of the crop, mm, yeah. I'm talking about all the way to the top, yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in, but the cream.
dream will rise to the top, oh yeah. Macho Madness, yeah, has got more to offer than President Jack Tunney thinks that I got. Yeah, and I'll tell you something right now. Cards stacked against the Macho Man Randy Savage in WrestleMania 3. Yeah, let me see it, yeah. Let me see it out loud. And let me point to the president of the World Wrestling Federation, the Macho Man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision, yeah. I am the cream in the World Wrestling Federation. Wait, wait a I am the cream in the World Wrestling Federation. Mm. But let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, I'm not going to choose Macho Man Randy Savage's promo. But it's not my <laughs> choice because it's up to you three. I don't have any say in this region. Mm, yeah. So I'm going to pass the favors off to Malik and the cream. Maybe we'll rise to the top. It will rush off the boat. It won't. <laughs> hey, cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> it looked like he pulled something out too in that promo. He pulled, it looked like that. No, was, those five hey. things of cream, uh, those five things of creamer were really just coke vials. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we know what you. <laughs> 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 but, but man, what what Rick Flair did in that promo, limousine riding, man. Like you, you still hear people. Professional athletes, NFL players, NBA players in the locker room screaming this out. And he, you know what I'm saying? So, for the, for the culture, bro. Ray Flair. Freak. Straight up, man. I, I'm not picking anyone over Rick in this. I'm just exactly. telling Rick, he just, you just said it, bro. Rick defined a generation, an entire yes, generation. Like kids today, our age, look up to this man just for what, it, what he stood for with that platform and entertainment, like, you don't beat that. You don't. Exactly. I'm sorry. It's probably the most timeless we wrestling promo of all time. Like, most famous wrestling – I'm sorry, not timeless, most famous wrestling promo of all time. Like, you go see the montages of Ric Flair. Uh, you got, you know, like, you remember a few years in Indy, Indianapolis Colts, like, that was a thing they did after every win. They would yep, – yep, two yep. claps in a Ric Flair. Yep. Woo! Woo! Like, like, most famous promo of all time, man. Uh, Zay, who you got? This is crazy because I thought I would be the tiebreaker. I'm picking Macho Man. Oh, that was that was my actual choice. I thought yeah. I was actually going to be the tiebreaker. Hey, that that Macho Man one that's that's a legendary promo, but but over Flair, I don't know. Like I said, it's the most famous promo. It's probably the most famous promo of all time. Just like as far as it branching out, like it, it gets it gets to the point that we have like Ric Flair. Name dropping Bad Bunny and Offset and Post Malone and there's all these just rappers <laughs> just name dropping them casually during promos on Monday Night Raw and in their music videos too and being in their videos like coming on stage at their concerts back when concerts used to exist like this the crazy thing so facts uh, Ric Flair uh, limousine riding moves on so let's let's get back to the nineties man uh, we got the Rock. Uh, versus Ric Flair. So Ric Flair and Paul Heyman are the only people that have more than one promo uh, chose for multiple decades. So maybe they might get to the end. But The Rock, arguably probably the the best mic worker of all time uh, versus uh, Ric Flair, who's also probably the best mic worker of all time. Uh, I don't have the full Ric Flair promo, unfortunately, but I do have probably the, the most notable line from it. 
but let's let's jump into the rocks promo that, that's all we need the most notable it's on, honestly all you need so yeah, yeah, yeah. but but the rock <laughs> listen this this rock promo i hope goes all the way to the end Loki. <laughs> let's go now on to badass billy gunn The Rock understands what took place. The night you won King of the Ring, you got down on your knees, put your little hands together, and you said a prayer, and it sounded like this. Oh, dear God. You see, my name's Billy, and I just won King of the Ring, but there's one problem. Everybody still thinks that I absolutely suck. And then at that point, Billy, your house started to shake, the heavens opened up, and God himself spoke to you and said this, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. Oh, man, that is how you kill a career. I have to talk about this. nine minutes. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. He did Billy good so bad. The edge actually piggybacked off this two years later and added to it when he won the king in the ring. Like, no, we still owe you two years later after the fact, nigga. You you was like Billy Big Stakes out here. Real quick, <laughs> real quick, what was worse? Bro, me, me, hold on, I'm sorry. Me and Xavier watching like 2001 and just like failed. Two, two, 2001 is an up and down roller coaster. But uh, go ahead, Reed. Who, who got who got buried worse for the promo? This. Or Stone Cold on Lance Storm when he just started calling him boring. Ooh, this, boring. This. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say this one because Lance Storm wasn't in the middle of a huge like push, close to being main event push. Okay. That's true. That's yeah. true. I give you that. Yeah, Dwayne would have to see my face after this promo. <laughs> like, I was waiting for him in the gorilla position. Like, what's good? <laughs> we gotta throw. Us up. <laughs> <laughs> killed a bad career high key. Like he never recovered from this. Like he he never was even prosperous in the mid card after this. It's it's a damn shame. He was tag team uh, champion by October. <sighs> damn shame. All right, Ric Flair. Yes, uh, career went to shit. It did. It did. So let's get to Ric Flair. Uh, victory lap during the Royal Rumble. Uh, it's only about ten seconds of audio. But that's all we need. I'm gonna tell y'all. With a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life. I mean, yeah, you won, the, you won the WWF championship for the first and only time. Of course it is. Sell that match, Rick. <laughs> and an underrated Royal Rumble performance, too. Yes, sir. But uh, I'm going to get that to the rock, man, because, like, I've I've rewatched this promo over the past couple of days like several times and I've died laughing every single time. <laughs> That's how I know it's good. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. I'm giving it to the rock, man. My name is Billy. Yeah, I same. <laughs> I'm definitely going with the Clean rock sweep. Yeah. <laughs> Clean sweep from, from uh, her. the new owner. If I'm not mistaken. If I'm mistaken, that's the first time he used it doesn't matter too. I think, I think it might be really right. used in the promo. 
Damn. Yeah, I think you might be right. So it's definitely moving Ooh. on then. So that's a that's that's actually a classic promo that I don't think a lot of people really put up on the pedestal. So I was thinking that when I was watching it earlier, I'm like, is this the first time he put it in? I didn't know. But yeah. I thought it was Jericho. Yeah, nah, this is before. It was a few Jericho, months right? later. It was like a couple months after Jericho though. I mean a couple months after Billy was Jericho. Like Jericho debuted in August and like the yeah. Not a couple. It was actually maybe like a couple weeks, actually. Yeah, Billy had to be like late July. And Jericho did in August. If not even the week before. They were very close, but Billy was first. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Killed kill that man's career. Uh, <laughs> so we, 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 we fall, you know, we got the sweep with The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson goes on to the next round. So let's get to these 2000s, man. Um, Matt Hardy's return promo <laughs> on Monday Night Raw. Uh, going head to head against Paul Hammond's shoot on Vince McMahon on SmackDown. Let's do it. As I wait for my stuff. You that may not know my story, I want to catch everyone up to speed. I was involved in a six year relationship with Amy Dumas, better known as Lita. was married to Kane on TV. Amy Dumas came home every night to me. While I was out of action with a serious knee injury, I discovered that Amy was having an affair with Adam Copeland, better known as Edge. A guy who was supposedly one of my closest friends on this planet. Nigga, one really your friend for real. Uh, At that time, I legit hated Edge as a child. I'm like, bro, I me too. Which is crazy. I loved Edge though. I was like, I, I did, I did up until. But I was mad. I was mad at Matt too though. So I'm like, my nigga, man, fuck up, man. Matt right. Hardy, bro. Go get somebody else. Hey, Matt Hardy uh-huh. hairline was struggling in his promo, too, by the way. <laughs> That's all. I was, I was looking was at the out. whole time. <laughs> oh, God. He was stressed. He was, he was dumb stressed. I'm, I'm watching him like, bro, bro, man, this dude hairline struggling. Uh, Did y'all ever see that Twist of Fate uh, documentary they had? Mm-mm. Like, he explains the whole story of what went down. Yeah. Like, they really get in depth into that situation. And it was like, it was really messed up, but like, this man left his push on SmackDown, the Virgin One, to be with her, and she did that shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I you, bro, I, I really, I really, I would, I would have put hands. It up. That would have been hands. I would have been bad. Facts. That's hands, worthy. Facts. Hey, let's 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 uh let's get in this Paul Heyman, uh, shooting on Vince McMahon. Probably one of the first like Vince McMahon shoots on air on WWE television. I was down on my knees. Cause I know that you're used to men kissing your ass, Vinny. Every time you walk in the back there, here's Patterson and Briscoe. Oh, what a great idea you had, Vince. You like men kissing your ass, don't you, Vince? Huh? Cause that's what you're all about. A billionaire. The billionaire, Vince McMahon. The creator of sports entertainment. I've waited so long to see you face to face like this. And I've waited so long to tell you to your face that I hate your stinking guts. 
but it's not just me. It's your children that hate your stinking guts, Vince. And at Survivor Series, your children are gonna do to you what I have waited my whole life to see somebody do to you, Vince. You are, so help me God, the most disgusting, vile son of a I've ever seen in my life. You took Hulk Hogan's blood and you built Titan Towers. You stole Bret Hart's dream and with that money bought yourself an airplane with WWF all over it. Okay, 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 okay. Upset, Paul. <laughs> Malik going with Paul. Who, who you got, Ray? Right? And, and I'm a Hardy. I mean, I'm a Hardy. Well, y'all know how I feel about the Matt Hardy promo so far. Yeah, I'm going with Paul, too. And this is our first upset of the tournament, man. Uh, Paul Heyman being Matt Hardy. Matt, Matt Hardy Matt Hardy is Gonzaga every single year in the tournament, losing in the first <laughs> round. 20 years later, ain't shit changed either. They still going at it, Vincent Paul. Just fired his ass. Like, what? Just Last fired time. that nigga a couple weeks ago. But let, like, how you get fired but still keep your job though? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> like they didn't even say he got demoted. Like he got fired but still got his job doing his other duties. Like, like you can't write no more. But just, just talk when about Brock come around, come, come through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when your partner come, that's when you can. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Paul Heyman, man, it's our first upset. Uh, moving on, we got uh, The Miz on Talking Smack versus uh, Cody on Dynamite. Let's go. Let's, let's go. They tell this, 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 this is a fun matchup right here. So let's yeah. get into it. I'm, so, I'm kind of proud of my bracket. I ain't going to lie. But yeah. Yeah, your bracket, your, your shit was cool. Your shit was cool. Aside yeah. from the Roman promo, possibly, but other than that, yeah, solid. Yeah, they swing it. They swing it. All right. All right. Play it. Play it in the wrestling ring yeah. but let's talk about cowards for one second okay. the reason i wrestle the way i wrestle is because i can do it day in and day out all the time for 10 plus years i have never never in my career ever have been injured i don't get injured for six months to a year i am here each and every week but you sit there and call me a coward yeah. i'm the coward wait let me tell you about a coward let me tell you about a guy who tells his wwe fans the people that he loves that he will be back he promised promises them. I promise you, I will be back in one year's time to claim this title. But you didn't, Daniel, did you? But I'm the coward. Okay, I'm the one that they, doesn't love if the they, fans. If they would let me come back, I would come back. Oh, if, if, if you, you would? Yeah. yeah, you would. You you love that WWE ring. You love being wrestling. You love being right in that wrestling ring, and you love wrestling, right? Well, yeah. why don't you quit? Why don't you quit and go to the bingo halls with your indie okay, friends? I think you then, need to huh? calm. No, that's, no, not this, that's not what this show's about. The GM have this. Thank you very much. Renee, this is a great show, but we're talking here. I need to talk to you real quick because the fact is, you're the one that calls me the coward, but you're the one that doesn't get in the WWE ring again. No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel. Don't you walk away. I'm the one that loves the fans. I'm the one that loves everyone and everything. You're the one that gets
gets up and walks away every single time. You're the coward. I am not a coward. I am your Intercontinental Champion, and there's a reason I am the title. Reason making this the most relevant, prestigious title that WWE has, and I deserve okay. the respect okay. on SmackDown Live. Get that camera right here. Get that camera right here. Understand that this is day 141 of the never-ending Intercontinental Championship World Tour, and I swear to you, I promise you, it will be the most relevant title on SmackDown Live. I could care less about those little kids on, on for the tag team titles and the Women's Championship and the WWE Championship. This is my show. My show. And I'm sick of all of you, my GM, sitting there criticizing me, calling me the coward. You're the cowards. I'm the one here, day in and day out, in that wrestling ring, beating people up. Thank you very much. Talk that shit, Mike. Top 10 Man. promo of all time. I let I'm that calling. run. I let, I let that mm. run a whole like minute longer than I wanted to because I, I was just feeling it. Man, yes. yeah, that man almost came to tears in that promo. Top ten promo of all time. Well, all he didn't lie, bro. He didn't lie. He did not lie. He did not. He did hey, not. Yo, and, and that brought Daniel Bryan back too. We could we could think about that too because Daniel was like, "Yo, I got to get back in the ring to, to so finish Brian, this off." Brian went backstage and talked to everyone at WWE and said, "If you don't give me my sh right now, I'm gonna run this nigga's fade on camera right now. <laughs> like, if y'all don't get back <laughs> like, in the ring, like, he, he went to Gorilla for real." He went to yeah. Gorilla like, all right, what can I do to get back into this ring? Because, fam, we got to pay this off somehow. Yeah. And I, yeah. They, have, they haven't paid it off yet. I don't think right. so. We still right. got time. All right, let's get into this Cody uh, Dynamite uh, just before full gear last year. Probably the best Cody promo. Uh, a lot of people called it the best promo of all time. I did not think so at the time. At I still don't now that some months have right. gone past. But – this is this is the equivalent of his dad's hard times from it, for sure. Let's get into it. It's about my father. Well, you call me an entitled millennial, I call you a carny succubus because the dirty secret about you, the dirty secret is you need this generation more than it needs you. And you've surrounded yourself with impressionable youth. This isn't about my dad. This isn't about the dead, it's about the living. It's about my mother, it's about my sister, it's about my wife, it's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to un-goddamn-deniable. And the crowd made that. The crowd made that. But listen. My dude shed a tear. I don't even know how to pull on them heartstrings. Man, like, he, he, he learned from his pops. But sure. yeah. like I told y'all, man, like I, I don't, it ain't up there with me to miss the the. I'm I'm a I'm a miss stand, so I might be a little biased. But 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 it's Michael, okay. but, but, okay. Mike, but but Mike from the real world is moving on with me. Uh, Reek, who you got? I'm gonna tell you something, man. I for so many years I couldn't stand the Miz. I never, I never took any stock in him, and I didn't see him as legitimate. It took until 2014 before I started to like kind of turn around, but this promo, I forget respect. I I got love for Mike the Mizmazanin after this because it's just like it, it was. It was. I started questioning how much of it was work, how much of it was like a shoot, because it was really motion in that. It was. And it I wasn't written either. Because, no, it wasn't. They, they, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And I know because like I, I had heard him talk like he that's not the first time he's heard that. Like he wrestles soft, he wrestles like cowardly or whatever. He'd heard that before. So that was real frustration. So it's like for him lacing into, especially to a guy like Daniel Bryan, I'm like, yo, nah, this is real. I I, yeah. I, I if nothing else, I gotta respect that. So this this wins easily for me. I'm sorry. I'm taking that. And I love I love Cody, but nah, so- I mean, I, so, so the Miz moving on, but Zay, who you got though? Mike the Miz, first of his name, does not get slandered in his household. Dang. At all. He made a Nas on fire, WrestleMania 27. Thank and you. And I am a known Nas hater. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. To my core. Thank you. <laughs> this this man made me actually excited to hear a Nas song to the point where I was just like, he won at WrestleMania. I wanted him to win anyway, just because it was the Miz and John Cena that had his time. Like, I, listen, I've been a Miz stand since Tough Enough. I wanted him to win Tough Enough when he when he was going up against Daniel Pewter in the last round. I wanted him to win. He didn't, unfortunately. He still got the job. He has a way better career than Daniel Pewter could ever dream of. He got <laughs> the baddest woman to ever step foot in the WWE ring. And she checked him another week on, on the show. To get it. Bite your tongue, sir. Bite your tongue, sir. <laughs> I'm not going to change my, my, my listen, opinion on this. Listen, how dare you act like Melina wasn't the baddest woman to step foot in the ring? Over Maurice? Yes, sir. When, when Maurice gets to speaking that French, though. Okay, I'll give you that. But off the split alone. Okay, I'll give, I'll give you that. 15 year old me couldn't see her doing a split set. We used to change the channel for a minute. Let me tell you something, man. Hey, uh, condolences mm, go God. out to condolences, <laughs> condolences go out to Melina. Uh, her her pops uh, passed away on, uh, yeah. on Saturday. I've seen that on Instagram, oh. so condolences yeah, to her. Yeah, me too. No uh, but this, this one, the, the Miz over Cody, ooh, that's, 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 that's crazy. And that was a that was a crazy promo about Cody. It was incredible. Like, I just didn't like, think it was as great as people was. No, making that's, it. that's what I'm saying. Though. Like, like it, it's hard because to me, you put him up against some of the other ones on here, he wins hands yeah. down. But yeah. that Miz, man, and then you hear it's not written. You know what I'm saying? It's not scripted. He's speaking from the heart, that real, that soul. That's probably how you really feel, because like you know, you you get well, hit you know, with that. Cody was doing the same thing too. But, but yeah, hey, but like with Miz, the Miz. I think with Cody was more so he he's advancing his character where the Miz was just really saying how he felt in real life. Like he was responding yeah. to the criticism that he has gotten over the entire course of his career over 12 years at that point. And I think that was really the turning point of his career as well, because since then, like I haven't really heard a lot of negative stuff about the Miz or seen negative comments about the Miz on the internet okay. ever since that promo. Because he was, he was speaking all facts. When have you ever seen the Miz be injured? Never. It's true. And I and look, I, I was not a fan of Miz when he main event at WrestleMania. But I'm not going to lie. I love Nas. So when I, I heard don't. that that promo and he came out to it, I was like, okay. All right. Now I'm kind of into this match a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And he beat John Cena in the main event at WrestleMania, bro. He, he did. He did. Who else can say that? I mean, he was like the third man. The like, Miz? Was, like, pushed to the side. The Rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the main event, yeah. Right. yeah. The Miz, The Rock, 
the only back two to people that beat John Cena in the main event at WrestleMania. Yes, sir. In back to back years. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's true. Damn. It's facts. It's facts, man. Uh, let's wow. let's get back into this, man. So uh, we going up with the '80s region against the '90s region in our semifinal. Now, why? Uh, sorry, not our semifinal. Our quarterfinal. Uh, hard times, baby. Hard times, daddy. Versus. I'm sorry. This is our '80s division. Still, my bad. Uh, our finals of our '80s region. Uh, hard times versus Ric Flair. Limousine ride, jet flying. Who y'all got, man? Malik. Oh man, this is this is a tough one. I mean, that limousine ride and it, what it did, it it impact you know a culture. But I'm gonna have to give it to Dusty. Just like I said, I'm I, just hearing that gives me chills. You know what I'm saying? Where he 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 spoke from the heart right there. Like I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm giving it to hard times. I'm rolling with Dusty Rhodes. Well, Freak, man. I, I guess we're going to have a tiebreaker because I'm going to yes, man. Because I, I listen, as much as I love Dusty, man, it's just a certain type of hype I get up for when I hear that promo. Right, Rick, right, man. right. I just like start stunting when I hear that shit. When I can start stomping the ground. Yes, man. I can't. I have a hard time holding these alligators down. Nigga, what? That might be the coldest bar in wrestling history. Facts. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, we need a tiebreaker, Zay. Zay. Yeah. So, yeah, this one was easy for me. It's hard time. Oh, hard time, daddy. Oh, I was no, not expecting time, that. Daddy. Oh, man. Hard times. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy so far. Cause like y'all y'all didn't do me wrong with cause, cause I remember the pro uh, the, the theme song madness. Oh god, here we Batista. go. And, and Batista. <laughs> Batista and Mark Henry. <sighs> Couldn't believe no it. more words was Rob. Yes. That I, I can't. But, I can't help it. Matt, say it again, goat. The goat say like let the goat speak again. Please say that again. <laughs> Tell him one time. No more words was Rob. Factual. That's all you gotta say, man. Hey, but meddling is one. So Yes, it did. That's all that mattered to me. That's yes, probably the greatest theme ever, too. Like legit. <laughs> if Edge would have came out to any other bodies. song back in January, it wouldn't have got the same reaction. Nah. Cause like you could say, you think you know me, and then just some new shit that we don't know of. Like, Nick, what is this? Like, yeah, nah, man. He he wanted nah. them, he wanted to make a never change a song. Who who is the woman that said that you think you know me? Because her voice is classic. She getting more royalties than the, than the Maybach music girl. <laughs> Cause she that that was her thing for like three different uh, versions of it's, his intro. Yeah, straight the, the Rob yeah, Zombie joint. Back. Yeah, that Rob Zombie joint was fire too. And she was fire. Yes. Yes. It was. Yeah. All right. Let, uh, before we move on, uh, I just was, I'm watching the episode of SmackDown from 2016. Uh, the episode that the Miz did his promo on. I just had to turn the episode on. And, uh, and Baron Corbin still got hair, and he got his hair in a ponytail. It was it was it was funny to me that that happened. Um, let's move on. Uh, in, the, in the nineties, uh, Austin three sixteen against uh, my name's Billy. Um, Malik, I'm gonna go first. I know. I, I, know I told you to go first. We go. We gonna have to uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but man, I can't go against Austin three sixteen. I just can't. I can't. I I just can't. So Austin three sixteen. No more words for me. Get it? No more words. <laughs> uh, I I can't I can't go against Austin either. Just because uh, I would not. I'm leaving the show. I I told y'all, man. I told y'all. I, I I would not be here right Uh-oh. now doing this show. We Batista Zay. I'm leaving the show. <laughs> hey, but how you get uh, mad that your own number one seed moving on to the next round, though? Right, yeah. go. <laughs> Come on. Sometimes you pick Duke because they're the favorites, but they don't necessarily mean you want them to win. <laughs> Sometimes you mean UCLA to win. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. But Reek, man, we need we we need your pick though, just regardless. Yeah, y'all already know. I, I and I was one of those people that couldn't pick between Rock and Stone Cold as a kid. I loved them both, but it's yeah. it's three sixteen. You already know. The I deal. was not one of those kids. I went I went with the guy that was that was black. It's point blank. That's the reason why I started watching wrestling. I seen a black man on my screen wearing nice shirts and and wearing gold Silk chains shirt. and gold Silk watches and gold with his belt on. <laughs> Hey, the Rock used to be laying niggas out in silk shirts and, and leather pants. Every yes. <laughs> Y'all remember the Rockies had a leather vest with the Brahma Bull belt buckle? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was my shit. I, I used to love one of them. But uh, it's the only promo from the Rock. It's the only oh, promo I, I from... I just have one thing to say. Y'all, have y'all seen that uh, WWE commercial where the black dude has the Stone Cold gear on? Nah. I, if I you find, find it, send it, it to me. I, it to I might, I might know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm or, or it might. I think it's a picture, but it's the black dude. He has Stone Cold gear on, and like they're selling the Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. I'd have to see it. Oh, find that for yeah. me. Um, but the the only Rock promo is out. You know, the Rock is probably arguably the best. You know, promo guy of all time. He's the only black man on his list too, and he's gone. Because Austin 316 is just important. You know, he just came up against a, a hot number one seed going into the tournament. That's all that is. Um, I'm on your side, Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I know Billy's happy. Billy Gunn did not die in vain. <laughs> uh, hey, man, 2000s region. Uh, we got Eddie Guerrero versus uh, Paul Heyman's a shoot on Vince McMahon. <sighs> I don't want to go first. I can't. I All can't right, go I'm, I'm gonna go first, man. Uh, it's it's Cinderella season over here, man. Going with Paul. I'm going with Paul. Ooh, travesty. I'm glad we making Malik go last. I'm glad we making Malik go last because I'm going with Eddie. Oh, ooh, Malik on tiebreaker. He on tiebreaker duty. Now that pressure is up now. You didn't want to go oh, first. You man. don't want to go last. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> you got me. Just do what's right, bro. Just do what's right. Dominic, I'm your puppy. Oh, man. That Paul was great, man. The 15 year anniversary of that was just like a, a couple days ago, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it was a couple days ago, I might have would have pitted it. But uh, I'm going with Eddie, the the the, the goat. Rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero. I'm going with Eddie. He's moving on. Man, that so we we got, we got to do that to myself no more. <laughs> we, we got the number one seed 
from a mid-major moving on in the tournament. We we got a we got the Wichita State of the early 2010s going on. Eddie Guerrero moving on to the final Sorry. four. Shocker, cause cause coming up with this, I was not thinking it was gonna make it this far. I thought all the Reeks choices were bad, pretty much. But uh, oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't pick, didn't pick Steiner, Matt. I was upset. <laughs> you said your sixty-six and two-thirds percent of his seventy-five percent of his list being wrong. We have one hundred and forty-one two-thirds percent of us having the right promo to be number one. So you should have picked Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, 2010s. We got the pipe bomb versus uh the Miz on talking smack. These, these both of these swept. By the way, I'll go first. I Miz. personally couldn't choose. You can't choose. I, I per- no, like even if I could, I couldn't choose. <laughs> I'm, I'm not mad with either one. Go ahead, go ahead. Miz, you got Miz. What for okay. Miz? What you Reek. got, Reek? I'll go last. I'll go last. I'll take that pressure if necessary. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna pass the buck to you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go punk because okay. I, I can't. Ooh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm stuck. Okay. I'm stuck. Okay. 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 Uh, just because, just because I want this Eddie promo knocked out in the next round, <laughs> and I know this one for sure is gonna get it out of here. Pipe mile. They they Mike both Christ. they both they both would have got it out of there honestly. I'm just gonna throw that That's true. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> me as next round too. It's true, but I just wanted to guarantee. And uh, the pipe bomb moves on to the final four because I know, you know, people will be upset if it didn't. I'm talking about the end of hell in the cell 2019 levels of upset. We if it did that. move on, we don't speak on that. Oh, we, yeah. we put we putting that in the blacklist. Yeah, I forget yeah. what happened at the end of the head of the cell. I just, just exactly there, there you go. That's <laughs> perfect. Exactly. That's perfect. Uh, Put it right up there with Extreme Rules 2017. And and whatever else we said we don't mention too. That was like earlier in the episode. I already forgot. Uh, Triple H 2002. Yep. 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 Okay. Cool. All right, man. I'll tweet about it later. <laughs> you gotta post a whole promo. Yeah. Uh, final four. We here, man. Final four. We got our our number one seeds uh, all advanced to the end of the final four, which is kind of crazy. It's just kind of ironic. Um, hard times versus Austin three sixteen. Who y'all got? Man, I'm gonna start. Austin three sixteen. Oh, my bad. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Zayda go, man. Zay got Austin three sixteen. I'm gonna put pressure on Reek. Hard times. Austin three sixteen. <laughs> There's no pressure. <laughs> yeah. <sorry. laughs> I'll, I'll try to keep I'm, create some dramatic effect on this show. Listen, Thanks I'm a like, lot. Like, we I'm got like, no I'm, drama. All the number one C's made it to the end. Yeah, I, I <laughs> got no drama. Yeah. I, I tell I no. tell the truth that Dusty promo slapped, but you're right. It was not my era. It was not my era. Stone Cold was. That, that's it. I'm sorry. Stone, Stone Cold wasn't my era neither. I started watching wrestling like two years later, but I would not have watched wrestling if it wasn't for this promo. So we're going with it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, next up, we got. Wait, Eddie how Guerrero. are we doing this vote? Are we all just voting? We're we doing it the original way that I, okay. I wanted to do. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, we got Eddie Guerrero 
um, versus the pipe bomb. Well, we know what Malik did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's the pipe bomb. So yeah, I guess that's a clean sweep. I mean, Reek, I mean, go ahead, get your Oh, y'all both, y'all both pick pipe? Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna try. I'm just gonna go with pipe bomb. Just get it out. We, we love Eddie. We love Eddie, though. But that, yeah. that pipe we, bomb. We song. love Eddie. I just don't think Eddie should have been number one seed. That's all. I don't Damn. think Eddie should have made it this far in the tournament. That's all. So <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, Scott Steiner is your Batista today. Scott Steiner is 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 my this episode's version of Batista's theme song. Oh, okay. Scott Steiner. At least at least Batista's theme song made the tournament though. <laughs> this one didn't even make it. He didn't even win his conference. He didn't even qualify. They didn't even select him on Selection Sunday, and they should have. Scott Steiner, Steiner Math won 30 games during the regular season. Didn't even make the tournament because Duke won, like, 20 games and still made it in because it's Duke. Yep. Grayson Allen didn't even do shit all year. Either. Eddie Guerrero only made it in because he's Eddie Guerrero. And he's not Scott Steiner. And that's unfortunate. It's Reek's words, not mine. Reek left out the greatest <laughs> promo of all time because of one year of Scott Steiner's 30 plus year career. That's unfair. But I died a better career. This is this is this is the we are gonna we're gonna turn this into a thing. It's what what grinds TC's gears. <laughs> Theme song. It was Batista. The, the, the promo is, is Scott Steiner. Y'all, y'all kicked out Batista's theme song in the first round, bro. He was gonna get that man. I didn't. Listen, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna win. I, I I didn't think it was gonna win. Right. I just thought it would make it out the first round. But damn, I can't go y'all against Jeff, me, bro. bro. You know Malik ain't going against Jeff. And you asked no. me. No. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm always biased against Jeff Hardy. I got, I got one I for y'all. <laughs> Jeff Hardy's band versus Chris Jericho's band. Which one wins? Chris Jericho band only got one hit. <laughs> Jeff Hardy's band got no hits. <laughs> that, mm. Hey, but Chris Jericho took like 20 years to get a hit, though. And yeah. Judas slept. It took 20 years for him to find his, his way. Man, I'm rocking with Jeff, man. Don't ever disrespect me. <laughs> All right, man. We uh I plead the fifth. That's a toss up. Ain't never speaking bad about Jeff Hardy. Unless he do some stupid shit. I don't even speak bad about yeah. him, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. But uh get an Uber. Just Facts. throw that out there in case you're drinking tonight. All right. Jeff man. is like my Jeff is like my puppy that pees in the living room. He's just so cute and I'm not gonna stop him. <laughs> but I don't want him to do it anymore. <laughs> Zay, Zay the goat. We need some air horns. Zay is the goat. Oh, hey, one God. of these days I'm gonna get a soundboard and we just gonna go nuts. I'm gonna have nothing but Stephen A. Smith and Dr. Umar quotes on the soundboard. <laughs> nothing else. Gifts, gifts, yes. Don- donations, donations. Moon <laughs> alert. Oh man. Hey man, all right, we here. We at the finals. We got a, we got the beer guzzling, beer belly, redneck Texas rattlesnake versus the best in the world, the straight edge messiah, Austin three sixteen versus the pipe bomb. Hold on, hold on. 
Um, after this is done tonight, whoever wins, we're going to put up a poll tomorrow with these two. Y'all let us know who y'all think and uh, on Instagram and Twitter. So just to, just to get yeah, y'all opinion yeah, on it. For so, sure. Yeah, we're going to do that. For sure, man, because uh, – you know, cause cause during during our promo for the for the episode, man, uh, a lot of people said these was the two best promos ever. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to the people who commented under my post today, that uh, the post you did today mm-hmm. uh, for my selections. It was, you know, they had some real good ideas in there. So surprisingly, yeah. uh, a lot of people chose the Miz. A couple chose Cody. So it it, it, was, it wasn't biased at all in there. It wasn't. It it was uh, it was fairly even because I definitely thought a lot of people would lean pipe bomb and then second Cody, so I yeah. was uh, I was glad to see the Miz get a couple mentions there. But uh, yes, sir, we we hear me, and uh, we're not gonna allow Malik to vote on this one because <laughs> his number one seed made it, um, and just because well, he was there, no made it. I mean, listen, he you were oh. there. If I'm not mistaken, Zay wasn't there during Austin 316. So he was there in spirit. I wasn't in spirit. That, because because of Malik's uh it's all good. Malik's uh, familiarity, Malik's uh you know bias towards a pipe bomb. You know, I, was in the room. I felt the energy, man. I felt the energy. I'm a, I'm a I'm a vote on this one. I'm gonna vote last. I'm gonna be the uh potential possible tiebreaker if necessary. If necessary. Uh, so, Malik, thank you. You're no longer needed voting on this episode. <laughs> Damn. You are the weakest get, link. Goodbye. I got, I got kicked <laughs> off my old show. That's wild. Got kicked off his own show. That's crazy. Uh, Reek, who you got, man? Austin or, or Punk? Oh, damn. Damn. I need I need everybody to, like, play that that Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music. That's all that, <laughs> like, that, 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 that deep question. R.P. to Regis Philbin too, by the way. I don't think we mentioned that. Regis was very right. prominent in the uh, in the wrestling industry back in the day, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the homie. Oh man. So, yeah, I, I, I said this. I said this before, man. You know, the pipe bomb was the promo that brought me out of the woods when I was really not committing to watching my wrestling on a regular basis. You know, so I got so much love for that promo. But I would not be watching wrestling to begin with at all if it didn't start with a certain beer-swelling, drinking, stone-cold, stunning SOB known as Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I am submitting my pick for Austin 316. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mr. Kraft. The whole government. Uh, <laughs> just half of it. Just half of it. Um, you know, this is interesting because Austin 316 is my number one seed. And I'm only going to do this because I think TC is going to vote the way I want him to vote anyway. I'm going to say Pipe Bomb just to make it interesting. My real choice is Austin 316. But I'm going to say the Pipe Bomb just to make it interesting. I don't want to pick my own. So, uh, I, I love. Are you gonna do like you did last time? Just play the promo that you yeah. Ooh, I should do that. I should do yeah. that because um, so I already already said my case with the with the Austin three sixteen promo. I don't think we would be here in general if this promo didn't happen. 
with the pipe bomb, I don't think we would be here like covering a lot of the stuff we covered on this podcast if it wasn't for the pipe bomb. So I think these are probably the two most important promos of all time. Um, one of these promos really shifted the industry in the 90s. The other promo, I think, had a, 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 a trickle effect on the economy of the industry right now. I don't think there will be any AEW if this promo never happened. Because I think a lot of the times, a lot of the stuff CM Punk was saying in this promo is still relevant nine years later. Like, not much really has changed from a lot of the stuff he was talking about. Um, you know, Triple H ain't a doofus son-in-law, really, at this point. He probably got the best wrestling right, show, right. you know, in America right now. Um, I'm going to just play the promo, guys. I'm going to just play the promo, y'all, because I don't know who to choose. So I'm going to let uh, the soundbite do it for y'all. While I wait for it to load. The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. Don't just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I've proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says I just whipped your ass. Come on, that's not necessary. That's not necessary. The best part about this promo is learning that he had to go get stitches and all he asked him was, what did Jake say when he spoke? And he came up with this off of Perfect. Super necessary. Well, Austin wins either way because CM Punk had an Austin shirt on when he did it. True. Big facts. And I'm never uh, mad when I true. lose to Stone Cold Steve Austin. I can never be mad at that. And, and probably one of my uh, favorite things about this, I just realized just now, uh, Mike Kyoto was one of the refs helping Jake back to the uh, backstage area. And he had a mullet like, like midway down his neck. It was very interesting. Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't the wasn't the Hardy Boys opening the doors for this promo? Uh, let me let me go run that one back. Let I think so. Maybe. In '96, I think so. Let's see, yeah, Jake. Who's opening doors? You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers. Uh, and it didn't get yeah, it looks like Matt Hardy is. <laughs> no, that's not Matt Hardy. Songs, no, it's not him. I know the Hardy Boys did it for a Royal Rumble one year. They, oh, they, yeah, they were extras at one of them pay per views back in the day. I do know that much. Remember they had to carry Viscera. Oh, God. <laughs> but Stone Cold is our winner, y'all. Man. Stone Cold, uh, Austin 316, uh, selected by the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, is the greatest promo in wrestling history, guys. Uh, let's talk about some of these honorable mentions, man. I already said my my grievances, man. Steiner Math should have made at least a four seed, but I would have picked the number one seed in every region if I could. 
But what's some honorable mentions from you guys? Uh, I want to throw one of my decade. I want to throw uh, EC3 out there from Evolve 61, I want to say. He just shot on WWE. And this is before he went back. Mm-hmm. And the other guy that was in the ring with him is now the WWE champion, which is funny. True. Um, yeah, so uh, I'll do that one. Uh, Paul Heyman, uh, one night stand. I was surprised. I was that was one I was surprised I didn't see it here. Who had that one, Reek? Yeah, I I was really I was thinking hard on that one, but then the one he cut on Vince, it was just like, yo, that one was that one was like more emotion in it or something. I was feeling that more. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, that's that's just what I got. Honorable mentions. What about you, Zay? What's some honorable mentions you had? Uh, uh from the twenty tens, I'm gonna say CM Punk. The promo he did with the rock, your arms oh, short the box, the box with God. Because it's not even that part of the promo. It was the first part before they went to commercial, where he was shooting how underutilized Brodus Clay, Tyson Kidd. Uh, it's a couple other people he named, but I remember those two by name. And then the rock came out, and when he said that line, I was like, "Yo, that's like the hardest line I've heard in the ring in a promo ever." That honestly made like I knew the Rock was gonna win at the Rumble, but I like after that line I was like, man, Punk might he might I would have did it. Uh, this is what I don't think was on the list, and I just remember this because I just happened to watch this episode of Raw like a week ago. Um, Triple H had a last man standing match for the title. No, it was a six man Iron Man match for the title with uh you know what's his name mm-hmm. on Raw. And Eugene somehow snuck into the building and cost him the match. So the next week, Triple H came Eugene. to the ring. William Regal? Yes. Yeah, that was William on the list. Came. Oh, I, I missed it. And William Regal came out and cut that promo, and that promo was so fired. And then my, my, he had his ass William Regal's promo was fire, but like Triple H just doing nothing but just yelling UG's name out for like 12 straight times was just wild. <laughs> Yeah. Eugene, Eugene, Eugene. <laughs> hey, my, my honorable mentions, man. You already know Steiner Math should have been on here. Uh, well, the time. Yeah, J- JBL's Border Patrol segment, which I went back and watched that whole episode of SmackDown just so I could see that segment again. Oh, man. And that that's you you couldn't do that segment again. Uh, Past 2004, uh, honestly, yeah, right now. This, um, it, it's a wrap for WWE. If they did that right now, and immediately. Uh, and, <laughs> I would I would have had CM Punk's original pipe bomb on here. I think that that one was really what set it off for him uh, in general. Uh, what else was on this list, man? Uh, New Jack, New Jack, Smoky Mountain uh, promo. Uh, I would have had Roman's This Is My Yard Now promo. Uh, Cody cut a promo on Kenny Omega in uh, in Ring of Honor back in 2018. And let me tell you. They had a good feud, too. They had a good feud. Everything everything that Cody said in that promo is how I actually feel about Kenny Omega. That might be my favorite Cody promo of all time because I actually feel that way about (laughs) Kenny Omega for Oh, boy. Uh, and Mark Henry's retirement. Oh, wow. 
I would have put that in. We really messed up. John, I just want to hold the bell one more. I just want to hold it one time, John. Let me get it. You think it's that easy? We really messed up. Yeah, I I got I got two though. Um one is from the twenty tens. Uh, back in 2017, you know, John Cena and Roman Reigns, because he let off napalm in Roman's face <laughs> on that promo. Oh, my goodness, yes. I'm still here because you can't do your job. If, like, if Roman if Roman didn't win that match, his career would have been done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah effectively. We can't, and, we can't uh, forget Samoa Joe, neither. Samoa Joe. Uh, Both TNA and in WWE. Was, was Scott Hall shoot on Scott Hall live on pay per view at Turning Point, uh, yes. and then uh, on SmackDown, you know, he laid into everybody that was in the chamber. That was classic. Yes, oh, he threw a bar at Jeff Hardy that was so uncalled for. Facts. Jeff, act like this is an AA meeting and shut your mouth while I'm talking to the group. Oh, oh my! Oh my. And Randy Orton, Randy Orton just was like. It was one Randy of those. Uh, one of those moments. What the fuck you laughing for, Randy? <laughs> <laughs> the second one I got right, and I, I'm mad I didn't think of this before on my list because it's in the 2000s. Randy Scott Orton. Slider. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Orton. Two days before Armageddon 2005, when he like was calling the Undertaker down, said, said he was announcing his retirement. And then Cowboy Bob was one of the druids that had to earn. Yeah, he yeah. pulled up on him, busted his head open, everything like that. Like really pulled him in. It's like, yo, he really coming to go to work in hell in a cell, man. Like that, that whole that whole rivalry is so underrated. Randy Orton and Taker, because it's like a lot of people forget about that. That, that. that should be the next tournament. The best rivalries. Cut the check, Malik. <laughs> it's my show. Sorry. Hey man, just just a few more honorable mentions that were that were on our list uh, of selections, but ultimately did not make the final seating. Uh, we got Hulk Hogan joining the NWO. We just don't champion Hulk Hogan on this show, so I was kind of glad that that Zay did not he pick him. He, 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 rappers. He, he close to the blacklist, but. Sometimes we'll bring him up because he's 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 so important to the industry. Uh, but we just Which don't funny because he doesn't like the color of that list. True, <laughs> true. Uh, also, we got a uh, Chris Jericho's debut on Monday Night Raw. Uh, we got probably the best uh, Stone Cold promo in ECW uh, when he just laid in Eric Bischoff for firing him from WCW. Uh, Chris Jericho's one thousand and four holds on Nitro. Uh, Shawn Michaels <laughs> losing his smile. Uh, we Ooh. have a uh, Scott Hall's first promo on uh, on Nitro when he kind of basically declared the Monday Night War. Uh, I've already said it. Booker T's "We Coming for You, Nigga" promo should have been on there. Should have been. Uh, got Jake the Snake Roberts uh, Tuesday in Texas after he slapped Miss Elizabeth. Uh, we got the Vince McMahon's Brett Screw Brett interview. Uh, what else we got on here, man? Uh, the Rocks promo before Armageddon in 2000. The 90s was hard, bro. It kind of was hard. It was hard. But, uh, I, got, I got a few Rock promos that did not make this list that Reed did not choose. Uh-oh. Dang, he on you today, Reed. Toronto. Toronto. The Rock in Toronto. 
the, right. rock, the Rock before Armageddon. Which, which year? I did it for The Rock. Oh, not listen. <laughs> I was upset about that promo. Because, like, of all the explanations you can give, you're going to sit up here and say you did it for The Rock. Come on, man. Yeah, it's kind of trash. But it, it was, he, he laid in the he laid in the Triple H. I am the game. Who else he get? He he, he laid into the Undertaker. He laid into Kurt. Stone he Cold. Drink a big glass of milk. Yeah. And uh, and also the Rock when he when he first became Hollywood Rock when he when he debuted uh, at the Hollywood Rock persona on SmackDown uh, via satellite, a pre-recorded promo. So uh, he worked the crowd via he, satellite. He worked the crowd, and he wasn't even live. That's amazing. Only the Rock really could do that. And shout and and I'm gonna give a shout out to Hulk Hogan for kind of holding it down a little bit during that promo. He held it down a little bit. Uh, One honorable mention of the 2000s, and it's not necessarily a promo, but I don't think anybody that watches wrestling can go without saying the first time Stone Cold did the what chance. I just feel like <laughs> yeah. that's important. Yeah. Oh Absolutely. my God. Oh, I got I got two more honorable mentions. Um, they're both they're both in ring. Uh, Brock, Suplex City, bitch, and Jeff to to take her. You, you I'm had still standing. I'm still bro. standing, Taker. Goodness gracious, bro. Yes, my in-ring promos. I I had to talk Jeff Hardy in there somewhere. You know what? That reminds me. When you said Brock, it was a backstage promo with him and Paul Hammond. And he, I forget what he said, but then he said, Paul, say something stupid. And then Paul, the next thing he did was channel CM Punk to a match. It just fit for whatever reason. <laughs> the way they floated oh, together right. worked perfectly. I, me- I think I remembered it. Uh, but 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 my other honorable mentions I had uh, John Cena uh, and The Rock leading up. I think it was their first match at WrestleMania, and uh, and John Cena brought back the Doctor of Thugonomics one time and just kind of he, he did better. He did better than the, than the Rock concert, in my opinion. No, no, I'm just saying, was it the first? Match or was it the that was the first match. Okay. But TC, yeah. do you remember? On Twitter, like the week before that, I told you, I said, I guarantee John Cena is going to do a nuts joke. And sure enough, he did a nuts joke. <laughs> he did a nuts joke, pulled the bag out of everything. He's nuts. <laughs> Threw it at the camera. Uh, I got, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I got, I got one more, and we, we talked about this already. Uh, Randy, when he cut the promo on Ray after he won the Rumble, he said, Eddie ain't in heaven. And he's he's in down hell. there Ooh. in hell. Because, I was kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, that, 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 that's why I pick. Like, I'm like, yo, that's really, like, that's deep. And it's like, if you really trying to draw heat, like, you picked the right year to do that shit. Like, so, wow. and, and not only did they draw heat on Randy from that promo, he beat Ray and, and won his yes. title shot a couple weeks later. Oh, man. Another another one from the 2000s, and it may have been on the list that I missed it, but Ric Flair on Triple H right before Survivor Series 05, mm-hmm. promo where he busted himself back up in the ring. knocking his head open. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> Yeah. But uh, I, I got I got Ric Flair when, uh, you know, I think, I think it was a week before Mania uh, 2008. Oh, Yeller. Slap Shawn Michaels. I'll show you all, Yeller. 
I, I that's probably like the the last that was really the last great Ric Flair promo before he retired because I don't think he really had many uh, leading up to the retirement match. But that one really really sold me and into that up until that point I'm thinking like yeah Rick retiring bro like this is no brainer like Vince McMahon told him next match he lose he retiring he won all the matches before Mania. It was, so up, it was obvious. Like in a real way, it was so messed up. It was like you lose one more match, you done. <laughs> but like that that promo made me think like no, nah, he ain't going down without a fight. Like Shawn Michaels my goat, but I kind of wanted him to lose. I ain't gonna lie. Uh but also uh, on my honorable mentions, I have a I have a, a, a Stardust promo uh from backstage raw it wasn't even on air on television it was actually on the on the wwe app in 2015 it was a decent little promo i got aj lee's pipe bomb uh that one brought that's really responsible for the women's revolution in wwe like that doesn't happen without that promo um, why don't you come to the ring then come to the <laughs> ring oh yeah shout out shout out to the bellas too they they both uh gave birth the same day yeah wow and they both have boys. So they both really have cool. and they both have the worst promo segment in the history of television. The Bella Twins had Bella Twins. You know what? I heard that <laughs> she got it. the worst the worst promo ever is the Eli Cottonwood mustache promo. And I will not argue with anyone about that promo. But <laughs> bro, bro, but I wish oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do y'all remember that backstage promo of, of Fandango? It's like shortly after he won NXT, and he just pours a gallon of milk over himself. What the fuck was that about? I don't know. If you ever look at Dexter Loomis' Instagram, he does that, but with like uh, Bloody Marys. He'll just be a video, he'll be drinking it, and then he'll just pour it on himself. He you know, his gimmick is he doesn't talk. So he's just yeah. standing there pouring the blood of Mary on the side. Oh, he weird. He, he a weirdo. But that's been his gimmick since Impact. So, like, that's him now. Uh, but the, the other ones I had, man, uh, I, I mentioned, you know, This Is My Yard Now by Roman. Uh, when CM Punk, this was before Money in the Bank, when he called John Cena the New York Yankees, like, John Cena was hot. Like, John, you are what you hate. You have become the New York Yankees. Man. Um. What else I have? I, I got a Be- Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks contract signing in NXT in 2015. Uh, that's on my list. Uh, but we got a whole bracket, which is honorable missions. True, true. We might we, we might have to get that cracking. Um, we might have to yeah. get that cracking. Um, yeah. In a New Day Usos rap battle. Yes. I had that. That's, that's it, man. That's my honorable mentions, man. I got uh, one last one. I got one yeah, last go ahead, one. Go ahead, go ahead. And uh, we talked about this on the last episode, but uh, – Mickey James, when she uh she kidnapped Ashley and put her in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's that, the that was on the list. That oh, is the, oh wait. That is the most more. that's the most psychotic shit I've ever been turned on by. Just throwing that out. I I, I got one more. <laughs> Jay Lethal and Ric Flair. Oh my god. Oh, the woo-off. The woo-off. Yes. Was that on mine? That 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 happened in 2010, so it was on your list, and you didn't choose. Yeah. What's I forgot who it was in the ring. It was I want to say it was either AJ Styles or Desmond Ward. Yeah, I, I think so. I watched them the whole time. You could tell he was trying so hard not to laugh, especially when Rick <laughs> went over the top. 
Like when when Jay really had got into it, the Rick's like, wow, wow. Whoever was standing directly behind him was corpsing so hard, it was hilarious. Yeah. I'm about I'm about to watch that back. Soon as we hang up this call, I'm watching it, man. It was like Rick right in the middle of Jay, he just started hitting the ropes. <laughs> and like I saw that. I saw that promo after it happened because like, I, I tell y'all all the time, I stopped watching Impact in January of that year. I wish I was watching it when this happened because I, I I wish I was outside for that one. I, I seen it live. I was like... I wish I was outside for that one. I was I was in tears. <laughs> like, they just both... they were, <laughs> Honestly, if I was watching Impact at that time, I would have never stopped. Oh, I was watching it just as there. Wherever Jeff goes, I go. I'm in shadow. Zayn and Goat, man, the fourth of those young kids wrestling, bro. A lot of people forget, too, that years before that, Rick and Kurt did the same thing on Monday Night Raw. It was back in 05. I remember that Raw. Oh, oh. Because it was randomly hot as hell. Yep. Everybody was in the You see all the sweat stains all over their shirts. Oh, man. Hey, hey, Rick, man, why didn't you pick Sexy Kurt? Oh no! <laughs> Stop it! I'll make your ankle hurt. Sexy oh I even a lot. Low key, my favorite part about that was when he put Sherry in the ankle lock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rest, rest, hey. in peace of Sherry. Hey man, listen. If y'all made it this far in our tournament, man, let us know, man. Uh, did we get it right? Is Austin three sixteen the greatest promo of all time? Did we get it right? Let us know, man. Hashtag YK Wrestling. And, uh, you know, follow us at YK Wrestling uh, everywhere, man. Uh, go go ahead. Uh, hit that link that says shop on our Instagram page. Go ahead and buy one of them Black Lives Matter shirts, man. Please. I'm begging yes, you, please. I'm if begging you. Disagree, you. And if you disagree, you can run my face. Let's go. If you disagree, you can just block us. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This man, is a black uh, show for real. This is man. We we all niggas. Word. Max. Hey man, Zay, yeah. get, get your socials out, brother. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at trying to underscore be underscore famous. And also, if Bianca Belair comes on my TV with that all pink on again, my fast forward is my boy, but he's about to see these hands. I'm about to, I'm about to see what he's about. <laughs> I for him, but I'm not seeing you about. Hey, Reek, man. Let's say the Catch me at Reek Havoc 24. And you catch my show at the Havoc Hour on Instagram. Yeah, uh, I was on it. I was on it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I had my guy on. I finally so got bad. on there. I was yes, so sir. bad. I was. I, I had some. We gonna, we, we, we gonna run it back, and I'm gonna get Malik on there too. You know what I'm saying? But check yes, out sir. the Havoc Hour on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you catch your podcast. Malik, Malik. Lv one or two Ks. It doesn't matter. They're both me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Let me get uh, let me get that two Ks page, man. Shout out to my dude B dot. Shout out to Ball Dogs. We at we at we at forty one. We almost at fifty. We get that two K space. We we almost at fifty K, man. Go run us up to fifty K. We have forty one point eight K at Ball Dogs. Yo. Yeah. So. Hey, yeah, man. Uh, that, yeah, is that two K? 
Is that two K spades up for auction? I'll send you twenty dollars right now. Two K is 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 under construction right now. <laughs> that, that that's it, bro. Trust me, I don't want that page. Let let me, let me construct it with my profile picture and with my information. I, <laughs> I helped contri- off a hashtag. I help contribute to the page too. Not as much as you, but I contributed a little, a little bit, yeah. like 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 two percent. I should I should get stake in that page a little bit. That's all I'm saying. I highly doubt it. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but dog. Uh, since since Malik won't hand over the two K page to me, man, you can uh. It's not even me. that popping. It's it's, like, way, it's popping way more than my page. That's all I'm saying. Man. Why uh, can't rest about the forty one forty one K. That's Baldogs. Baldogs at 41k. Malik got 4.1k. Oh yeah. I, listen, listen. <laughs> that's four point more than I got. That's all I'm saying. That's all Ugh. exactly, man. He got like, Wait, he got like YK has passed me. We're almost at five thousand. I don't we had that's not my personal page. <laughs> Build up your personal page, nigga. <laughs> this, this is an this is an actor in training right now. Like he needs yeah, more. do some monologues, boy. <laughs> well, I, I would have more people to 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 see my shit if I had four thousand followers. All bro, I'm saying. Those, those are just a whole bunch of hashtag followers. Anyway, man, in this show, they, bro, they gonna interact, me. Malik, man. Since Malik won't let me get the two K page, you can follow me on my very destitute, very uh drought written. Uh, Instagram page at that you don't post on. Dot Fontaine. I don't post on it. <laughs> I don't post on it, but you, you can go ahead and uh, I might post one of these days, man. And as always, follow us at YK Wrestling. Uh, thank you if you made it this far. I know you were recording hella long. I might split the episode up into two. I don't know, but thank you. Uh, thank you for, for our listeners. Uh, who who have been supporting us over the past year? Uh, yes, sir. Let's, let's go ahead, continue to grow. Thank uh, you, thank need... you to the the new members of the family. Uh, Reek, man, yeah, Reek, Reek. Reek joined us in the buildings. Zay the goat, anytime he can come yes, on sir. whenever he wants, bro. Whenever you want, Zay, you a part of this show too. Yes, you, sir. Good with me, absolutely. Brother. Listen, this is the highlight of my week right here. So I'm me like too. all the time, bro. Yeah, this was a no-brainer when y'all asked me to come on the show. This was a no-brainer. Hey, you what I'm not on? I still listen every week. Yeah, but you got to get on more, bro. We, we got to have you on here more. Zay, one of the OG supporters out here. Yes. Like I didn't, I never even sent him a link. He just hit me up one day, like, "I'll listen to y'all show. Y'all show dope. I appreciate it." So, uh, thank you to everybody. Thank you to uh, to to the Smacked Raw podcast. You know. I, I was I was on there talking about uh, the fiend and uh, and Alexa Bliss last week on SmackDown. Shout out to Smacking It Raw, my guy Matt Ritter. I was on Pornhub a few weeks ago for the first time ever, and it, I it was, was on that too. You was on oh. what? What? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Yo, wait a minute. <laughs> Hey yo, hey yo, shout out. Listen, Zayn the Listen, 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 yo, Malik, we, we got we got to make our Pornhub debut. We can't, we, we can't go out like hey, this. Hey, 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 man, shout out, shout out to them, what man. Was you, what was you doing? <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. He, he was smacking <laughs> it raw. Literally, let me, huh? let me let me end the show first. <laughs> hey, toast up.
Toast up to 50 hey, episodes real I'm quick. Got, I'm, my, yes, my shit empty, but yeah, toast up. Got the AZ. Yes, sir. 50, yes, sir. 50 episodes. Let's get 50 more. Let's get 50 more after that and 50 more after that. I'm coming for you, Conrad Thompson. I'm coming for you, uh, Jim Cornette, Dave Meltzer, Chris Jericho, uh, Edge and Christian. I don't think y'all do y'all show no more. We coming for y'all, too. Cabana, new day. I don't think you do your show no more. We coming for you too. New, new day. day. Corey Graves, Alexa Bliss, uh, uh, Tony, uh, Tony Schiavone, and Aubrey Edwards on the AEW podcast. Everybody, we coming for all y'all's necks. We coming for you, nigga.